Hello, welcome to Friends at Film Camp, the podcast for two friends gathered by the fire from our fun film perspectives. I'm Janine. And I'm Luke. Uh, today, we are not talking about a movie because it is our 100th, 100th episode. episode. We should have rehearsed that. <laughs> we did great. <laughs> we did pretty good. So, to um, celebrate 100 episodes with our lovely, loyal fans, we've decided to do a fun, not that serious tier ranking of the first 99 <clears throat> episodes. Yeah. And the films that we watched. And yeah. also not the films. So we have put them all, I have put them all into a tierless system mm-hmm. that has randomized the order. And we're going to rank them A or S, A, B, C, D, or F tier. Mm-hmm. And we're going to see how that goes. Yeah. You ready? Yeah. Our first film Alien. This is one of our early ones. It is. This is one of our early ones. I can't, like... Okay. Alien's a really good movie. Obviously. It's a classic. Since it's a classic, um, and it holds up, I think I want to rank it at least, like, an A. First, I know for a lot of people this would be S. For me, it's not an S, and I don't know why. It's just, like... I think it's not an S because it's one of those movies that you're supposed to watch. Mm-hmm. And it, you can see a lot of other films inspired by it. But I would agree with you that this is an A. I tier. also feel like it made an okay podcast. I don't feel like it made like the best podcast ever. You yes. know what I mean? This was back at the start when we were much more regimented. Mm. We were still like taking notes and stuff. Yeah, we were taking notes. Was this our first? No. This, this was, was the first third. one that we watched like apart though. This was one of the, yeah. Okay. So, our next one is The Suicide Squad. This is the James Gunn one. Mm. I, I want... rewatched this one recently. You did, okay. At work. Yeah. Because it's on Netflix. And it's like the perfect film for work. It's better than I remembered it mm-hmm. in certain ways. So, I'm kind of going B tier. I was feeling B. Because the thing with this movie is I went and saw this in theater with my family, I think. We saw the first one in theater, too. And the thing is, is that it's a fun movie, but it does that thing, which we've referenced a lot with this movie, in where it goes too far into dark so that it's genuinely upsetting. And when you're genuinely upset because you're hearing birds burn to death, you're not having as much fun. (laughs) That's not even the part I meant. Well, that's the part I meant. The thing I thought of was killing the village of rebels. Yeah, that's also so. I think it goes too far in that it it's not it's it makes it less fun. So it is for also that, pinnacle James Gunn. But I do still think it's a fun movie, and I do think it does a lot to improve on the first one. So I do yes. think B is a good place. Next up, we have nine two five. This was an interesting one to watch because we had. This is very similar to Alien, yeah. in the sense it's a film you have to watch. I mean, I guess, but, like, I'd never seen it. <laughs> yes, you hadn't seen Alien, had you? Yeah, I had. Oh, I hadn't. I, okay, 9 to 5 is interesting, because 9 to 5 was so unexpected for me, in that I didn't, I had no idea that the movie was gonna go where it went, and so it was very exciting to me in that way, I don't want to rewatch it for a while. That's the thing. It's like, I enjoyed watching it. But did I enjoy watching it that much? Like, I'm kind of feeling another B. Because there I was things about it. I think this is a B tier There was things about it I didn't like. And it, it does have that sort of, like, 
old school way of filmmaking that is kind of an acquired taste on if you enjoy it or not. Mm -hmm. All right, so B tier, nine to five. Now, yeah. Top Gun Maverick. This one is hard. This one's hard because if you were just ranking that final third, yeah, this is an S tier. But here's also but the thing: is we have a first two thirds as well. I all, but I feel like it made a really good podcast. Did it? I feel like it did, especially because we both wanted to hate it so much. We did, and it wouldn't let us. It wouldn't let us. That's rare. I'm weirdly okay. This is weird because I don't even like this movie that much. I kind of want to do S. I also think this is an S tier. <laughs> I will concede that this is an S tier. Okay, we'll let Especially you... if Alien is our A tier, <clears throat> Top Gun Maverick is better than that. I want to do a, that. That was a bold statement. I want to do a thing at the end where we can recategorize if we, can... we want. So we might revisit. We will let you know if we end up moving it. I'm shocked with myself, but I feel like this is the right move. Next up, we have one of our many. There are many drag races on here. And this is RuPaul's Drag Race Season 15, the most recent season in our 99th episode. Yeah. We just finished this. So this one's kind of hard to rank because it's so fresh. It's hard mm -hmm. to know it'll stick. Mm -hmm. But hmm. here's the thing. I, okay, this is difficult because I feel like I would rank 14 higher than 15 because of Willow, which is interesting, though, because 14 was so frustrating as a season for different reasons in, in terms of structure. Here's the thing. Mm. I know that there's no single queen that you fell in love with the way you fell in love with Willow. Yeah. Which does make it hard. But I think just objectively, structurally, this season was better than 14. 14 <sighs> had issues. Did 14 have a... Uh... The short one that Rue loved. Georges? Yeah. Yes. Mm. This season, the thing for this season is that they sent someone home every week. And they kept a structure and they kept a format and they kept it interesting. Mm -hmm. And they didn't feel rigging. The rigging <clears throat> felt so much less, which was a lot nicer for us as an audience. Because we were rarely mad at the show. Mm-hmm. We were mad a lot at 14. We were. We were happy a lot, but I think I want to rank 15 as an A, as an A tier. Okay. I can see A. Next up we have Kiki's, Kiki's Delivery. Delivery Service. Now, Kiki is also joining us for this episode. She's just <laughs> sleeping now. So we have to be respectful of when we talk about her namesake. Um, I immediately want S. I want B. No, B? Really? Why? <laughs> you don't like the movie that much? I don't really ever want to revisit it for a while. Really? Yeah, it's fine. Oh, no, this is hard. I really want S. I really don't want S. Oh, why? I can compromise with an A. That's as far as I'm willing <sighs> But I don't. Why do you want S? Tell me why you want S. And if it's just for the fact that you named your cat after the movie. Well, that's part of it. But like, part of the reason I named her after the movie is because I love the movie. Like I, this is such, this is such like a cozy movie for me. I'm just not. I don't <laughs> find it that cozy. I will agree. I don't know if it made the most exciting podcast. It was the first so, one we recorded outside. 
Did we? We did do that. I forgot. That was a fun one to record. That's kind of fun. We didn't really disagree. I think I felt the same way then as I felt now, which is very, eh. So honestly, A is being generous. I'm kind of about to go back to B. Well, no, I won't let you, so. So I'm either we take the A or I'm going to start fighting. Okay, fine, fine. We'll take the (laughs) A, but I'm mad about it. Okay, Glass Onion. Glass Onion, a Knives Out story. Now this one. This is an S. Yes, this is an S. This is an S. Here's the thing with Glass Onion. One, I think it made a good podcast, especially because I was mad about some things, but I love the movie. Yeah. <laughs> but the more I thought about Glass Onion, the more I like it. Mm-hmm. This and is the first, this is like one of the few podcast movies that I've genuinely rewatched multiple times. Mm-hmm. And it hasn't even been that long since it came out. So it has I think time. I think it actually is better upon rewatches and I do think part of that is I'm definitely someone where expectations get in the way for me. Um like that completely ruined Bridesmaids for me the first time I watched it cuz it got like overhyped and stuff. So, going in knowing what I'm getting and not expecting knives out, like expecting what Glass Onion is, was a much more enjoyable experience, and I think it's just grown on me since then. Mm-hmm. Yes, so our second S tier. Paris uh, is burning. Paris is burning okay. is next. This is Here's, a hard one to rank. This is my thought. Okay. Is Paris is burning is an important film. Yeah. But we are not ranking this list on importance. No. So I want that to be clear. So it is an important film. You should watch it because it's important, and it will tell you lots about the queer community mm-hmm. especially for its time mm-hmm. but Paris is Burning is not really a movie you want to rewatch all the time no and you really don't want to talk about outside of a educational academic way almost you might want to <laughs> reference it but you don't really want to talk yeah it's complex because i so i love documentaries on people that's Mm -hmm. my type of documentary and that's what this is um but it is structured in a way that's um quite weird that does make it hard to talk about and especially the the emphasis on the balls um means that there's like a lot of um there's a lot of visual time without storyline, which again is just a style thing. Um, I'm I don't know, I'm kind of feeling like a B. I will agree. I'll agree on a B. It's not a bad movie, but I don't ever movie. really want to watch it for a while. So. I'd watch it again. But I'll watch I... it again, but I don't want to for a while. Okay. Holiday special. Our, this is the Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special. I'm a C. I was going to say a C. You're <laughs> so good for this. Here's the thing. It's The like good fine. moments are really good. Yeah. Like Mantis and Drax on Earth. Yeah. That's really good. But yeah. the start is kind of slow. The end is slow. The music. They don't really. The yeah. music's slow. It's like fine. It's not great. It is what it is. But outside of those good moments, it's not much else. Next up, we have Turning Red. I think okay. we're going to disagree on this one. I think so, too. I would probably do C. Mm, I was going to go A. I love this movie. I don't This love is one this of the movie. only other podcast movies I've really rewatched a bunch. I just like don't connect with it that much. Which is interesting. 
Because it's way more about you than me. It is? How is it about me? It's about a, Cana a young Canadian girl. Oh, I guess, but we don't have any of the same problems. I know. It's not not about either of us particularly. <laughs> it's a bit, it's like we can't relate to any of the immigration. Yeah, but also she culture. grew up in the city. Yes. It's very different. Mm -hmm. I think the thing with me, which we talked about in the podcast, is the mom goes too far. The thing is, for me, the mom... Well, mom does go too far. I just know moms that go that far. I know. I know but moms the thing that go is, farther. The thing is, is that for me, it makes it not enjoyable to watch because I get too upset. You know what I mean? Can we agree on a B tier? I'll agree on a B. Okay, I'll take a B tier because I don't think I'm going to get you okay. to go higher than that. But I, I love Turning Red. I don't know why I love this movie as much as I do. Mm -hmm. Like, I... But I really like that well, movie. Well, lots of people love it. Like, I... I think you're more normal than me for this movie. <laughs> like, honestly, I thought about getting the plush Ming Red Panda before. Huh. Because I like this movie. Yeah. But then I didn't want to spend as much as it would cost to get the Ming Red Panda plush. Mm. Ryan Hamilton's Happy Face. Mm. Now, this is the Netflix stand-up special. Yeah. That you adore. So You for, think this is like a classic. I love it. For me, this is S. But what I will say is not that good for podcast material. Terrible podcast. Terrible podcast-able program. I just think we, we made it work, but I, we just talked about we talked about so much. Yeah, I don't even know what we talked about. Um, so I would want, for just for content, I'm, I would do S. I understand you're not going to want to do S. And because it wasn't good podcast content, I'm okay with that. A B. <sighs> Okay, I'll accept B, but I'm prefacing that it's a really good a comedy good... special, I think. Yes. Uh, next up, we have A Christmas Romance. This is from This is our the Olivia famous... Wilde one, right? Well, not Olivia Wilde. Oh, not Olivia, Olivia Wilde. John. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, this is our... This is interesting. This is, this is so interesting. Because this is... This is a this is a bad movie on some scales, a good movie on Christmas movie scales, and also good podcast material because of how much we hated the love interest, but because of how much we hated love interest, it made it a worse movie. Yes, but I'm still going to go with a C. Okay. A C is... I really don't want to give it a C. I, I, I want to do a D. A D? I really want to give it a D. Why? Because the movie itself is not that good. <laughs> oh, no, the Even... movie should get a C at least. The movie should get a C at least. It's a good movie. Okay, I'll give you the C because you really love this DVD box. And also, <laughs> I am trying to fill out the lower half of our list, too. Okay. Well, that... we want to be honest. <laughs> yes. Okay. Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. This is going to be dramatic. Our, this is our Catherine Hahn month special. Is it? This is why we watched it. because we. She's we, in that? Yes, she's Doc, she's Doc Ogg. Oh, Into the Spider-Verse. Yes. yes, you're right. Because I this was the one... Oh, Into the Spider-Verse has to be S-tier. Yes. S -tier. Okay. I was like, controversial. <laughs> no, I, <laughs> no, I got confused the, with No Way Home. Yes. Spider-Verse. I love Into the Spider-Verse. Spider Into the Spider-Verse is, so is a good movie. 
it's got such great pacing and it does everything that I want animation to do. Yep. This is what I love about animation. I Would hate animation that is trying to not be animation. It's like animation lets you do this cool shit. Like use it. Would you go see the sequel in theaters? Oh, I forgot they were doing a sequel. It's coming what? out in a few months. Yeah. Okay, good no. That'll probably be our podcast then. Okay. Uh, so, season yes. two, Russian Doll. Russian Doll season two. This is probably. I'm gonna go D tier. I was very disappointed in this. Okay. I loved the first season of Russian Doll. Yeah. And you did too. I did. And we both loved Natasha Leone. And the thing is, is that this season feels like no one really wanted to do it. Yeah. But then they were paid a bunch of money to do it. Yeah. And so they came up with an idea. And didn't move forward. It did not feel like they had a clear direction. And I think the like when you watch it, it's not like the worst thing you've ever seen. Like you're you're not like having the worst time. But in I think it gets worse the longer you're away from it. And also, it feels like they have no idea what to do with a lot of these characters. They yeah. kind of ignore a lot of stuff from the first season. Yeah. Uh, other stuff they really push around. They're very weird with it. Was it was weird. And also, the Kate constantly reliving your day aspect had enough potential also to the, do more seasons. I'm remembering how stupid they were with the, like, back in time stuff and things. And how mm. they just, like, run up to people and be like, I'm back in time. It's like, yes. shut up. People are going to think you're crazy. You're in the 40s. Yes. Like, chill out. <laughs> they did that multiple times. Yeah. So. I'll, I, I'll agree with you. But it's not a complete failure because I, in the end, I'm glad I watched it. Which is my... That's kind of my difference between D and F. That's fair. Is a fa- D is a failure. I'm glad I watched, and F is like a. This was a mistake. Yeah. Okay. It's like it just didn't work. Next up, we have the boys in the band. This is interesting, for a few reasons. Mm. Most part one of which is since we've done that, I've done more research into it. Okay. Which is that the historical significance of this story yeah. is far greater than I think we realized even then. Okay. This was like, why don't, this was a remake of a movie from the 60s, mm-hmm. 70s, which was based on a play. So it went play, movie, play, movie. And they brought the people from the play to do this movie. Yeah. So, it's not one of those remakes where it's like it didn't need to exist in that way. Mm-hmm. They had a reason, which was bringing the play into a movie. Okay. The importance of this thing is there. But I think it could have used slightly stronger direction. Here's the thing. I kind of feel F for this one. I feel C. C? C. I did not find this enjoyable. Yes, but you also didn't know... You went into this thinking it was something completely different. Yeah. So <laughs> that's going to be all you, boys in a band. Yes, you were into this jarring. So when they started doing traumatic things, you were... Tra- you were I tra- also don't think it made a good podcast. I'll go with D. Okay. That's a failure... As a failure that I'm glad we did. Okay. I could have lived without ever seeing this. Now we have... Darling! Don't worry, darling. Ooh, I... I, This one's hard. I love this movie still. I've seen... 
I've seen some criticism of it. The only criticism that I actually watched so far, because I know I love the movie, I have to be in the right, like, space to, like, watch people not like it. The only criticism I saw, I didn't think any was valid. Um, so I still really enjoy this movie. I also think the drama that was around it was very fun. It was fun drama. It was a type of drama that's, like, not... Not serious. <laughs> yeah. People just annoyed with Which, each other. Like, and, like, like Harry Styles, like, spitting on Chris Pratt. Like, that's hilarious. Like, Florence Pugh showing up late to the thing, like, with, like, a drink. Like, amazing. Here's, here's the thing, though. What? That I've thought about this before. And I'm not the first one to say this. I won't be last. Okay. But if this exact same movie, the exact same thing, okay. but instead of putting the... What's the director of this movie? Olivia, Olivia Wilde. Wilde. I kept thinking Olivia Pope, but I'm like, that's from, that's that's from Scandal. Yeah, Scandal. Uh, Olivia Wilde, if you took her name off this movie and put the name Christopher Nolan, okay, the response to this movie would have been entirely different. Yeah. I am willing to give it... I just don't really want to watch it again right now. I would watch but it again. I would put it as an A tier. I, I would think. put it A. I would be willing to put it as I would A-tier. put it A. I'm slightly t- I'm slightly tempted to put it as S just because I enjoyed it so much, but I don't think it's iconic enough for S. See, I wanted to kind of put it right here. No, don't as like do the B. high B. No, no, no. But since there's no such thing as high B, I'll put it as low A. Okay. Which is a thing. <laughs> the side who dumped me. I also think this movie is underrated. To me, this is this is an A. This is Good. an A for me because I love this movie. I think it is so underrated. Yeah. It's just such a good movie. Mm-hmm. It's it's totally into what it is as yeah. a movie and it's so much fun. Nobody talks about it. Yeah, it just kind of disappeared. I saw this in theaters. It was good. I'm so glad you want to do it cuz I also want to do A. Good. I was worried I would the lowest I'd be willing to go is a B, but I do think this is an A movie. Okay. Chicago S, Chicago obviously. S, obviously. One of my favorite movies. And you also really love it. Yeah. Is it one of your favorite movies? Maybe. I don't hmm. know. I have a hard time quantifying stuff like that. But I... See, to me, like, I have a few films I'm, like, the favorites. Yeah. And that's on there. I used to watch it all the time. It's a really good movie. It's a very satisfying watch. Hmm. It's one of those things, you know, Get Out. Get Out's a great horror film. I watch it all the time. Because I find it such a satisfying, like, piece of work. Like, just (laughs) how it's made. I'm like, this is such a good movie. Like, there's something about it. Chicago has the same thing. Mm -hmm. Tick, tick, boom. F. F. Yes. F. 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 I hate this movie. I don't like it. I'll give it an F. Because we just didn't like it. (laughs) I like some of the songs from it. A very select few. You like one song. I like two songs. Okay. Which is the select few. And I don't even necessarily would say I regret watching it, but I regret watching it for the context of a podcast. I could have never watched this movie and I would be exactly the same. I like the songs, but that's about it. Uh, also, I like Andrew Garfield's acting. He did a good job. I just I found like the movie his acting. Like, so boring. I could have liked his acting in a better movie. Yeah. Which is a shame because that was Lin Wen Mel. Miranda, who made that. It was? Yeah, that was him directing. <laughs> which was interesting, because it's actually... It's competently directed. I think that because we don't like Rent, and we don't like... We just don't like this guy's storytelling structure, yeah. 
And because we don't like this storytelling structure, him telling a story about himself, telling the story structure, in this story structure, does not work for us. Also, it's, like, such a disappointment that he's not gay. This is a real guy. I know, I know. But, like, from, if you don't know the dude, from the trailers, it seemed like he was going to be gay and that he's not. You're like, oh, it's just a straight dude. I didn't (laughs) think that. Emperor's New Groove. Hmm. This one's interesting. What's your thought process? My thought process is, I think you will agree that everyone loves Yzma. Yzma is the best part of this movie. We were just ranking Yzma S tier right away. Okay. But I think, and I think that part of it is that the good parts of the movie help protect the bad parts. What are the bad parts? Which are not that bad, but okay. it's very generic Disney of the buddies road trip. I guess, but energy. I think this is a really good movie. But I think the good parts are so good, I'm going to recommend my, as a A tier. That's a... I think A. I'm borderline S. See, I'm borderline B, so let's... B? Okay, put it in A then. Oh, a ninth tail. Knight's Tale. Okay, we'll be strong. Okay, obviously I would put a Knight's Tale in S tier. I would put a Knight's Tale at D. <laughs> Are you serious? Luke. As a C. I would give it a Luke, C. Luke, you're a crazy person. I would give it a C. I don't enjoy a Knight's Tale. What? At all? But it's so good. It's so fun. Is it that good, though? Yeah. I don't think it it's is. It's one of my favorite movies. I'm so glad you like it. I really am. What are we going to do? <laughs> We're going to talk this out. <laughs> <laughs> we might have to negotiate some things. <sighs> okay, here's the thing. Good podcast. Because we disagreed and <sighs> I got to yell at you a whole bunch. Here's another thing. Uh-huh. You made me sit through this. And I was not enjoying it. But I think we had to take a bunch of pauses because I had to, like, reset myself. I don't know. I'm not I... paying attention to you and your stuff. I don't like it. Okay, do you, but is that objective? <laughs> this is a subjective I know, I know, list. I know. I'm, but I'm saying, I'm just, I'm trying to get us to come to a resolution as an objective opinion objectively bad as an objective opinion i would i would give this the same rating as nine to five so i can compromise you on a b but that's as high as i'm willing to go a b a b and a b is me being way more generous than i want to be that's rude it's not rude (laughs) (laughs) but i can't i can't do higher I you can't, can't do higher? You can't do higher. Fine, I'll take a B, but I but disagree unless, with it. I'll give you an A. If, no, I won't. I'll give you a B. Okay, fine. I can't. Sorry. Maybe at the end we'll talk and we'll renegotiate some placements. I'll put it as a high B. <laughs> fine. <laughs> Uncut Gems. Uh, D. D. Yeah. It's a whatever movie. F. It could be F. I, the thing is, is I think D. it's an objectively good movie, you know? I'm going to put D, yeah. Because, like, I think it has quality. It's just not that fun to watch. Yeah. It isn't <laughs> fun to watch. I think, I know I went into this wanting to watch it because everyone's like, Adam Sandler can act. Yeah. 
And I was like, I want to see that. I mean, I already knew that because I saw that movie that he did back in the 2010s. No, I knew he, like I knew I could find other things, but like this was his Oscar buzz movie. Yeah. And I just wanted to know, and the, I'm glad we know. The spark of joy that I get from having watched this movie is when What's-Her-Face got really famous afterwards. I was like, I knew her. I knew yeah. her before she got famous. And then the whole, like, Anka Joms, I was like, I watched that. <laughs> I know what she's talking about. Yeah. So it did give me that spark of joy. And the was ending like, was almost satisfying for the story. I don't this, even remember what happened. He gets shot. He does? Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Well, he... He did the thing where he gambled all their money, and they yeah. were, like, coming to get it. And yeah. then he gambles it, and then Again, right. he's like, look, I made you all your money. And they were like, we don't care. You locked us in a room. Yes. And then they shoot him. Nice. And yeah. I was like, that's a fitting end for this it, character. It is. It's one of those frustrating movies for people who aren't rich, in which a rich person has a lot of expenses and a lot of options in which they could offload expenses if they were willing to not have a second apartment in the city, yes. but they are unwilling to do that. And so they act like there's like no options that exist. And it's like, okay, you just have to live more like a normal person and you could solve these problems. It's very rich person problems. Yeah. Uh, next up we have Shang-Chi in the Shang-Chi Legend of the Ten Rings. This is interesting. Cause this, this is a, this is an enjoyable watch when you watch it. I don't feel like it has a lot of staying power. I disagree. You I do? I think this is the Marvel movie with the most staying power. <laughs> really? I rarely oh. think of this movie. I think of it quite a bit. You do? Yeah. Huh. Well, more. I think that this is an A tier. No! What the heck? I'm like at least at C. A C? Yeah, I don't care about this movie that much. Okay. B in the, meet in the middle of B? I mean, I guess. I'm, gonna... I'm offended that you want to put it by... Knight's Tale. But it's fine. We can do B. It's above Knight's Tale. Rude. Rude. I just, I don't know. This movie just does not, did not make a big impact on me. Parasite. S tier. I think so, yeah. S tier. Uh, this was one, probably one of our best. Not surprises, because we knew it was good. But yeah. this was our first really trying to push ourselves to watch something that wasn't going to be as easy to watch. Because it... Was, did we watch it dubbed or subtitled? Subtitled. I thought we watched it dubbed. I don't remember. I don't know the things like that. Oh, but no, I, I, think it was I remember. Subtitled. Anyway, yeah. Oh, I remember we were like real excited because we'd heard so many good things. We we're like, we should watch this. Yeah. It was after it won Best Picture. Mm-hmm. And it was just so good. It, it felt good. like a classic story type thing. It, it's also. So this is like one. The biggest issue I had with this movie was, again, my my pers- my preconceived notions about it, which I didn't even realize I had, in which I was convinced there was going to be a big flood. <laughs> like it's I was, a flood. I know, but I was convinced that the second half of the movie was like the world is flooding, and now we're going to see how like different classes get treated in like an end of the world situation, and that is not what the movie's about. So when that that when that didn't happen, it didn't ruined my enjoyment of the movie a little bit because I was waiting for that to happen and then it did and I was like what but it's also in retrospect it's like now that I know what the movie is mm. like it it only gets better next up we have Spencer I might put this in F, F. I did not like this movie 
I didn't get what it was doing. I love Kristen Stewart. Didn't like her in this movie. I think that's like C. I, I liked it. I liked the performance. I thought she was really good at acting. I just like didn't see it. Didn't work for me. Hmm. And like the weird dancing montages, weird. Did you do a D? I'd do a D. I liked it. <laughs> I don't love it. Like I'm probably never gonna watch it again. It is an Oscar movie full and through. I just just didn't do anything for me. Hmm. That's interesting. Yeah. Ooh, this is gonna be interesting. RuPaul's Drag Race season fourteen. Okay, this is hard because like I said before. I think I enjoyed this more than season 15. Structurally, I think season 15 is a better season than season 14. Here's the thing. I think the highs of season 14 were higher for us than the highs of 15. Yeah. But the lows were a lot lower. Yeah. We got mad a lot we did. this season. Yeah. Like a lot. Yeah. But and it's like, just like the shit that Willow brings to that show. Well, like we just, love those campy... Queens. I know, we but even, I'm just even talking about, like, the behind-the-scenes conniving. She was so conniving, but she wasn't even, like, mean about it somehow. Like, it was so unique, and it was so exciting to watch. Mm -hmm. And I love Maddie Morphsis still. <gasps> I, I liked Maddie, too. She has a talk show on YouTube now called Give It To Me Straight. Yeah. And I love that for her. She's doing great, too. She mm. has a lot of viewers. That's really good. Uh, and Cornbread. I love Cornbread. Right. Uh... Cornbread's still trying to get back on the main seasons. Mm. She's basically like, I won't do an All-Stars until I get back to do the regular, because oh. I didn't get to finish the regular. Right. Which I agree with. That's it's... interesting. Hope maybe for 16. They haven't done that one yet. <sighs> but season 14. I do think, despite those highs, I... I'd rather have another 15 than another 14. No, 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 but listen to this. I liked those highs, but I hate being mad at the show. But compare the finales. Season 14 had a way better finale than season 15. Yeah, but that's because the format changed for the first time. What do you mean the format changed? It didn't well, change. Yeah, before they were doing Lip Sync for the Town, this was performances. Yeah, they also did that for 14. Yes, that's my point. Is they changed it for the first time for 14 in a while. So it felt fresh. No, objectively. We were just talking about this. Objectively, the performances in this oh, finale yeah. I were preferred better. The I preferred the 14 ones. And yeah. that is a production thing, we suspect, because all of the girls in season 15 were, had such low production that it seems like yes. it has I'm to be. I'm also a giving them thing. the credit that the girls broke their legs. The girl, one dancer broke their legs and they had to redo a bunch of the dancing the day of. Okay. So I'm I'm just more forgiving of the fact that I think that that can be fixed if they do a 15 next year. But what does that have to do with the, 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 that can maybe be explained like dancing being weird, but what does it have to do with the production? I'm just arguing, I think 14 should be the same tier as 15. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> We're just talking about the difference. But oh, okay. I'm still going to put it in the same. But I'm going to put it below the 15. Okay, do whatever you want with ordering. I'm not getting engaged with that. Okay, you're being so weird. I just, nobody can see your orders. That's too fin finicky. You might, you, 
This is obviously F. Yeah, but we have to say Guillermo del Toro. Guillermo? Guillermo. Guillermo. Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio. F tier. We couldn't finish it. We couldn't finish it. We regret watching it. I've heard people talk, like, talk about this movie. And I'm like, I have to hold my disgust back. Like, I can't even imagine somebody finishing the movie, let alone enjoying it. It's so weird. Clue, I want this to be S tier. You do? I was kind of going to say B. I am passionate about that. Why? For two reasons. Okay. I think I can convince you. One, okay. this is one of our few I Love Our Murder Mystery episodes, and mm-hmm. I think that they're mo- some of the most fun for us to watch. Okay. And two, this particular episode was one of my favorites to record mm-hmm. because we just kind of ignored our own undefined rules yeah and spend a lot of it doing fun fan casting yeah and i had that was like the most fun i had recording in so long so i passionately want this to be an s tier okay i can accept an s i loved clue this is like one of those things oh my god last night in soho f (sighs) this is such a despairing F because there was promise in this, but yes. it and did not come together. the thing that pisses me off about this movie, I hated so much about this movie. And that, you're right, it's because it had potential. A, a movie that has potential and fucks it up is so much worse for me than a movie that has nothing. Because I'm not going to think about Pinocchio unless somebody talks to me about it. I think about Last Night in Soho. And yes. I'm like, they, they pissed me off in that movie. But the thing that makes me so mad about Last Night in Soho is I still pe- hear people talk about it like it's a good movie. And I'm like, you like I. It makes me boil. I'm like, you guys are so wrong, though. It's so bad. It just kept. One thing that bothers me about it is it kept thinking it was doing this radical thing. Yeah. And I'm like, she was a mistreated sex worker. Yes. Like that's terrible, and it is a real thing. I don't want to dismiss that. Like, girl but they in... were like, "That's so shocking," and never talked about movie. Like it's talked about, and like things. the girl in like modern day is just like being like she's just like her storyline is so weird, and she's such like a weird like pick me like author insert. It's like ugh, I hate it. It's boring. Boring. Not a good movie. It, the crime is failure to be boring. Oh, woman in the window. That's a throwback. That's our second episode. <laughs> because we had our first episode, which was like frozen. frozen, and we wanted something different. Everyone was talking about women in the window. Okay, this is interesting, because people hated this movie. I did not hate it as much as other people hated it. But do I think about it? Not really. See, I kind of don't like it, but I do think about it sometimes. I would put it... I would not do F. I would do maybe D. I'll give it a D. Okay. There's just structural issues with this movie that don't work, but I would rather put it with un. Boys in the Band and Uncut Gems. Yeah, that feels like the them. right place for it. Even though I feel like those movies would be offended to have it in mm, its category. I See, this is like similar to... Um, similar to Don't Worry Darlings. I've seen... Like, YouTubers who I like have seen this movie and they hated it. And I like watched it and I listened. And I was like, I was like mm, didn't convince me that mm. it was like the worst thing ever. You know what I mean? Yeah. Banshees! The I would Banshees do Banshees. <sighs> I, I love this movie. I'm trying to decide between S or A. I'm B. You're B? Really? Yeah. I, it hasn't stuck with me as the word. I love this movie. I think about it a lot. Huh. I don't even know why I love it so much. I really want to see it in, in Bruges. In Bruges. Okay. Which was like by the same filmmaker with the same lead actors. Mm. But it was in 2008. <sighs> anyway. 
I mean, I guess we're going A then, right? I'll give you A. Okay. I liked this movie. I think it just has an issue with sticking with me more. Mm. Uh, yeah, it's good. The Kitchen. This was an interesting film to watch. Because no one remembers this movie. No. And no one really liked it when it came out. Mm. I liked it. Mm. I went with Robin. Yeah. She liked it. I liked it okay. I liked it too. Can we give it a B? Mm. A B, really? That's in our Bs. Yeah, a B. Okay. I I mean, I guess. I would give it a C, but I'll accept a B. I just don't think it's that exciting. I liked it. I'll put it in a low B. To make you happy. Okay. Frozen 2. We can't give this over a B. I'll put it in the C's. Okay, cool. If you want. Nice. I like it, but I do have some issues with it. But I do like it. I like I, it more than the it first It was one. better than the first one, which did impress me. I don't remember that much about it. I remember the broad strokes. Yeah, the movie has an issue with trying to figure out what it wants to do. Uh, with itself. Defending your life. Woo. Okay. What do you want this to be? Um. Okay. Interesting question. Because you might think I want this really high because it does have nostalgia factor for me, right? But so this is interesting. As as we I think we talked about since I was a little weirdo and I had this like Albert Brooks phase when I was a kid. <laughs> I have all this nostalgia around his movies, but as an adult woman. I hate this man so much as, like, representative of just the fucking, like, middle-class white man. Oh, he's just everything about that. You know what I mean? So what ranking do you want? (laughs) So he pisses me off. At the same time, I think this is one of his better movies. B. I'll give it a B. Okay. I would have gone a little higher, honestly. Mm. But I'm not going to fight for it. Okay. Inside. Yes. S. Love Inside. This was my fav- one of my favorites to record, Me too. too. We did this over the phone. Did we? <laughs> we did this over the phone with separate recording devices because we didn't have Is that when a you reliable connection. Yeah, I was away for a while. Yeah. And so we kind of just went through it. And I remember, the thing I always remember about this was yeah. the movie calling me out for going on my phone mm. right when I picked up my phone. It's like, are you on your phone? And I was like... <gasps> This is, it just, it holds up. The music is so good, which I think I is so love important. The music. Yeah, like we went through such a phase of just like, uh, I might this, get this back into listening album. to the album. Yeah, like and it's just so good. Even talking about it now, I kind of want to go back and listen and to it. And like now. a lot of people, like I know a lot of people found this like devastating. I did not have that aspect to it. Like, I think I said in the podcast like when this came out i was in a class for a year where we were talking about all this shit so none of it for me was like Mm mind-blowing but it was just really well and like well said and like concise about like shit that i was already thinking about so so it doesn't have that like i think for some people it's hard to watch because they find it like emotional doesn't have the aspect for me i just think it's it's a good time well made and it's so rare to have something this well made Mm -hmm. this much support put behind it yeah that's not meant that's meant for people in our age ranges yeah. like under 30 yeah 
which is very much what this was trying to talk to. Like, it didn't care about talking to the 50, yeah. 60 year old. It was and just it like worked because of that. So, of the time. And I also think it was really fun to, like, um, as an artist, it's really fun to see because you can see how he did everything and how he made things mm -hmm. interesting and stuff, which is like, it's, it's stuff that. I do a lot in like different contexts, but it's fun to like see that behind the scenes so like openly displayed. It's just great. Yes. Uh yes, insight's so good. If I was ever I would never if you were ever teaching a class on like eras of film mm. or eras of the history, if I ever needed someone to comprehend the feeling of the pandemic, mm -hmm. this is what I would ask them to watch. Yeah. Like, if I had a class, like, a history class, they wanted to know in 20 years, what was the pandemic like? Yeah. Like, what was that feeling like? I'd say, this is your assignment. Watch mm -hmm. this. Mm -hmm. Because this is that feeling. Plus, just, like, the, the unique um, references he has to, like, YouTube, to Twitch, to this internet culture... <sighs> Which is so rare. I mean, even in really good movies, the how the internet is portrayed is so flawed normally and like what goes viral and all that stuff. And he's like been there with yeah. us and he just gets it in a way that you very rarely see in like mm -hmm. a mainstream context, which is so unique to see. Like this is the example I always think of for that. Russian doll season one. Yeah. The worst part about it. Like, oh, it yeah. damaged it. She's a video game. Test the game. <laughs> and she's a video game editor. Oh, not video Creator. Game. She's a video game software person. Yeah. And she made a video. And they, like, she has a team. There's, yeah. like, a lot of people. And then they show the game. And they're, like, this is for modern consoles. And it's the oldest, ugliest 8-bit game ever. Mm. And then they just casually are, like, oh, yeah, there's a test. There's a bug. That ruins her game. And it's, like, such an obvious thing. Yeah. This is the opposite of that. Yeah. Because it doesn't feel awful. Megamind this is, is our next film. This is a recent one. Megamind's interesting because I feel like... Uh, Megamind's interesting because it's really good. And I feel like you watch it and you go, this is really good. This is better than I remember. And then you forget about it until you watch it again. You know what I mean? Yes. Megamind is very good, but it doesn't have the necessary things to stick with you yeah. in the way it should, which yeah. is why I'm only willing to give it an A tier. A? Yes. I'm thinking A or B. I think I want A. Okay. Because it's so good. It it's is, just objectively it is very good, good. Yeah. But I'm going to say it's on Emperor's New Groove level. That's fair. The good parts stick with you, but yeah. not enough of them do. Okay. Matilda. Matilda's S. Matilda's ass, come on. It's one of our top episodes. Well, inside's our top episode. Well, it's one of them. <laughs> I said one of them. It's iconic. It's old school. It's got so much stuff going on. It got it has positive portrays of like how like getting away from toxic family and how that's okay and found family and adoption. Yeah. What do you want? I didn't grow up in the same way with this movie, so none of that has the same impact. But mm -hmm. I I I would give it an A. I really think it should be an S. The audience okay. speaks for it. Okay. The audience has my back on this. Okay. I'm going to give you the S okay. on this one. Because I'm going to trust that you'll let me have an S. Or you'll let me move up a ranking later. Okay. When we disagree. <laughs> because I... Matilda's very important to a lot of people. 
Just not me. Okay. Gunpowder milkshake. Mm. I rewatched this the other yeah. little bit ago. It's really good. It is good. But it has the problem that Megamind does. It doesn't stick with you. It doesn't stick with you. Yeah. Even though you, it should. Yeah. And I watched it again and I'm like, how did this not stick with me? But then it didn't again. Yeah. But it should. Uh, so I'm going to give it, what do you want to give it? An A or a B. Again, it's like good quality. Quality, I would say. The the genuine quality of it's good. But I feel like this sticks with me less than Megamind. It does stick with you less than Megamind. Which is why I would do B, but it's like a good B. It's a strong B. But like, if you look uh, at some right, of the stuff we have in A, I just don't think it's at the A tier. You you're know? right. It's at the B tier. Yeah. I like it, but it's not the B tier. Yeah. Bros. This one's interesting. This is an interesting. We saw this in theaters, yeah. which we don't normally do. No. Because we're cheap. Yeah. <laughs> we wanted to support a gay movie. And we were also just curious. Because this movie had such a distinctive reaction to it. This movie's ad campaign was bad. Mm. Because they made the decision to not say this is a good movie, but say this is a movie you have to watch. Yeah. Which is a bad... Though, the ads I were getting was were not bad. They made me want to see it. I like bros. I in like a lot of too. ways. But bros, one, doesn't stick with you. It doesn't. And two, bros has an issue figuring out exactly what it wants to be. Okay. Which might just be the ad campaign still having a bad taste in my mouth. Because bros wants to be this, like, woke, modern media piece thing mm. which is a very valid thing but it's kind of not what bros is that part of the movie it's a rom-com that part of the movie is fighting with the rom-com what part of the movie though like the boardroom seeds or the whole museum stuff mm. i thought that didn't mesh with the rom-com no I disagree. it felt like they wanted to step away to tell those jokes and tell those story and then go back to the wrong I disagree. And I so think I kind of got two different things. But I liked bros. I want to be clear. Bros. I, I don't think those felt separate. I think... I don't know what ads you saw. The ads I saw were pretty cute. I wonder if you're thinking of after when the movie was in theaters and it wasn't doing very well. Are you thinking of that? Or did that we get like different ad cam- campaigns? That also is a factor. It just, that's just, shaming people is never a good move. We, yes. we saw that with uh, Charlie's Angels 2019 too. It you just know, makes people pissed. This <laughs> movie also killed Billy Eichner's career. He put all his capital into this movie and it didn't work. Which really sucks because it, it didn't deserve it. It was a good movie. It didn't but deserve But I do to also fail. think... Besides it just being gay, we even just any rom com is not doing super great in theaters right now. Yeah. So like business wise, maybe a theater release was a bad choice for it. Maybe it would have done better on streaming. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Like that's what most rom coms that are coming out right now are doing. Where do you want to put bros? I kinda wanna know what you're thinking. <sighs> um Um Hmm. B. Yeah, I'll give it a B. We're probably some of the few people who'd be willing to give it a B. What do you mean? A lot of people don't feel the same way we do. 
What, the, they hate it? Yeah. We oh. have a more positive view on it than Really? Us. Yeah. Why? People hate this movie. That's weird. I liked it. It's cute. I liked it, although I do have issues with it. And the more distance I have from it, the more those issues are more apparent. Mm. So I think it's an enjoyable watch, If we had waited a year for this, though. it might have been a C. But we didn't, so it's a B. Mm. The Jinx and De La Holiday Special. Hmm. I thought this was fun. It is fun. This was a fun little Christmas thing. For It's hard to rank among these other things, because it's so different. I think the thing about this is that there's segments that I really like, and there's not segments that I really don't like, but there's segments that I just am not invested in, if that makes sense, you know? Yes. The thing is, this thing is tr- not trying to be something grand, yeah. which is different than a lot of other stuff. Yeah. So, looking through our list, I think it's a B, because it's definitely better <laughs> than Guardians of the Galaxy or Frozen 2. Yeah, but you're I right. It is better than those. So we can put it in B. B. I think it's a B. We'll put it as a low B. I did like it. I'm glad we got to watch it. And it was kind of a fun It's a good Christmas, Christmas special. It's also, it was it's also to... a fresh Christmas thing. Like, mm-hmm. it's a different vibe than most Christmas things, which is nice. Mm-hmm. Next up, we have Canada's Drag Race, Canada versus the World. <gasps> this is low. What? This is low for me. This is not low for me. Because I'm pissed at the ending. Why are you pissed at the ending? What about the ending pissed you off? It pissed you off too. I just want to. I want you to go through your thought process. I don't remember this forever ago. I just remember being mad. Okay. We didn't. You were think mad that Victor- Raja won, and we didn't think that she should have won. Yes. Well, we she think Raja's a good queen, but we felt like, like Silky was. It felt like Silky should have won, obviously. By Although the time we, are we got the, to the ending, we are very small in that group. Well, we're right, so yes. everyone else should get on board. <laughs> no, I think we just felt very passionately that of the final two, Silky felt like she earned the win more than Rasha. This one just doesn't hold that much memories for me, you know? Like, all of our Canadian girls got kicked out. Like, no one surprised me. Like, I feel like for me... And there me, wasn't even the drama. For me, with, like, uh, with, with an All-Stars is... Which I know these aren't All-Stars, but they kind of are. They are. I want to... What I really want to see is I want to see someone, like, come back and, like, have grown or changed or, like, do way better. And I feel like I didn't really get to see that with most people. You know what, Dinian? You have convinced me. <laughs> I will give it uh, a B. A B? That's, I think, a fair place. Where are you thinking? <sighs> see. I don't... Listen, I know you love Drag Race. No, but I... For Drag Race seasons, I just don't think this is a particularly good one. Hold on. I don't... (sighs) There's Drag Race seasons on this list that I think are much better fitting for C... Really? ...than this one. Okay. Which is... Obviously, we won't talk about it. I think it's that one. Why? What? We'll get there. You'll agree with me. Okay. But I really think this is a B. I think that there was... You know what? You're right. I might agree. No, I don't think I will agree. I think this is a B. I'm also kind of going back and forth. Here's the thing. Is that in a lot of ways, this show had issues. Not I'm not going to say beyond its own control, but issues that couldn't be helped once it had happened. Mm-hmm. Which was... They had a girl drop out last minute, mm-hmm. and Kendall was the replacement. Yeah. Which means Kendall, who we wanted to see grow, yeah. 
didn't have time to get the wardrobe together super well. Mm -hmm. And she's talked about this. And she's like, that's why my wardrobes weren't very good. Yeah. Which does make sense. But Mm -hmm. that also was her biggest weakness. Yeah. And so she didn't get to grow. And then Stephanie didn't really get to grow. And then our third girl to go home was Anita, who you didn't know, and I did know. Mm-hmm. And I was really excited for Anita. And then she didn't do very well. Yeah. So we didn't get to see her grow. And then Isis, do no fault to the show or anyone else, but Isis just wasn't doing well mm-hmm. and she had to step back. Totally fair. But I was, at that point in the season, I was like, Isis should win again. Yeah. Get another crown. Yeah. Like, because she was showing she, she was, was the best. She was doing really good, yeah. But again, she had to step back. Totally justifiable. Mm-hmm. But she had to go. And then, Vanity Milan, who was the first queen to show growth. This was the first elimination where I was like, <gasps> but in a good way. Yeah. Because it was time for her to go. She had shown growth, but not enough to get to final four. Yeah. But... That was the only, that was of the first five people to go. Only one of those felt like a good <gasps> gasp. Mm. OMG, how dramatic. Yeah. And then we get to our final four in Rita Bega, who I love Rita, mm. and I love her personality a lot. Rita did not grow in fashion the way we wanted her to. Okay. Uh, her fashion a lot of the time was a bit on the rough side. Mm. Uh, Victoria, I think Victoria just got to show off everything she didn't get to show the first time. Yeah. So I was happy for her for that. But then she kind of lost. I did really like to see her this season. Yes. But I, I, what was it? Were they doing lip syncs in the finale? I don't yes. remember. Because I know she got out, but and I was very sad about it because I wanted her to win. But mm-hmm. it was like, it was, it was reasonable. for It was fair. Yeah, it was fair, but sad. Yeah. And we had our final two, mm-hmm. who Raj O'Hare... Who people love. Like, I don't understand the f- level of fandom for Raja, but I'm so glad she has it because people love her. And to get that fandom is impressive. But it's not for us. I don't necessarily understand it. Mm-hmm. And Raja only was top two one week. Yeah. This season. And then Silky won multiple weeks and had shown growth but also shown she's still not perfect yeah and because of that i will give you the c tier okay because the season had issues with storylines yes it really did because that's but it's not from it's not always the show's fault like last minute dropouts and contestants needing to focus on mental health they edited the final episode like it was silky Yes, every step felt like Silky, and I think they just, maybe they thought everyone would root for Silky, but they all still rooted for Raja, yeah, and they were just I like, I guess we're picking Raja, but I hope, I actually want them to do Canada versus the world again. I would love this to be every year, yeah. because I think this is a good, kind of a good distinct way for Canada to have an, to do All-Stars without it just being Canada All-Stars. Yeah. Especially because the Canada girls never get the same recognition as the internationals. Bringing internationals in gives more of a reason to watch. I do, yeah. So I hope they keep doing this. And then I hope that they maybe just give a little more time to themselves to get it all together. Yes. Because I think that rushing yeah. might have just been an issue all throughout. I agree. Also, this was a season with Justin Trudeau, so. 
Right. <laughs> that was interesting. That was interesting. They all thought he was so hot. Yeah. Which, ten years ago, I would have got more. I mean, when now he's more just, a, like, our um, politician dude, you know? We, we, I think we're desensitized to him. But I guess the rest of the world still kind of, like, yeah. our hot premise. Which I guess when you compare it to, like, Joe Biden. Yeah. He's, like, the young hot guy. So I will grant you, this is a C tier, because there are better drag races. But I'm putting it at the top. Okay. Yes, <laughs> you don't care, but I do. There's a lot of talking. The inside outtakes. Okay. Here's the thing. Yeah. This is harder to judge for me. Because <laughs> it's outtakes. <laughs> They're very yeah, he's very much like this is the stuff that didn't make it in, but if you want more inside. The thing that's cool about these outtakes is that they're enjoyable to watch, but they are outtakes. Like, I watched it, and I was like, yeah, he did the right thing taking these out. Um, which I think is good for him in terms of editing. It doesn't really speak to the outtakes themselves as being the highest quality. But I do also think it made an interesting podcast. But we've also never wanted to rewatch this. No. So I would put it pretty low. I'm not going to put it super low. Maybe a C. Well, let's take a look. Uh, I kind of want to do almost a low B. I know the low don't mean anything to you. Really? You want to do a B? I'm just thinking. I like some of the songs. I'm going to give it to a C because I like the individual moments, but the whole I don't want to watch again. Yeah. So because of that, I'm going to put it as a C. Okay. Because the moments are good, but the whole is not. This is going to be disagreement. Josie and the Pussycats. What do you want to do? Can I know what you want to do? No. I do want to know what you want to do. You always get me to go first. I do not. I do, because you're getting me to go first. <laughs> I, wanna, I genuinely want to know so I know how much we disagree. I think that this is a really good movie, and I think it holds up as a movie with a really good fake band and a really good soundtrack, and it's a, a fun movie for the girls, which you know I love. But I think it also has a lot of meta humor, which I think it's underappreciated. Yes. So I would put it in A. I would probably do B. Okay. But I think you're right. I think because other people dislike it more for the meta humor that I would say they don't get. Yes. I will willingly give you an A. Okay. Cool. Yes. I do like... A lot about it. This is a very genuine movie. Yeah. But, yes. Amazing. Actually, I really need to get that CD into my car. I always want to listen to it in my car, and I don't have it in there. It's the worst. Jennifer's Body. This, this one's was interesting. Halloween one. This one's interesting. What are you feeling? Well, this is almost kind of reverse bros for me. I'm which almost is... feeling an ass. I'm not feeling ass okay. quite yet. But I think that's because Jennifer's Body is like, Made it felt like it was kind of made specifically for you and no one else. <laughs> yeah. So watching it, so I, I I'm kind of a B in the sense I don't really remember enough of it. Okay. It doesn't stick with me, but okay. I know it's also not really aiming to stick with me, which was the whole problem with the marketing campaign. Yes, which was the marketing was horrible. It was trying to advertise to people, not exactly like me, but males, yeah. young males, being like how sexy she is. But that's not what it is. I still kind of want to be. Um, I think it's an A, but not so much of an A that I feel like I need to fight with you. So I'm okay with it being a B. 
Fun or how do you know? This is the Reese Witherspoon rom com. Yeah. That spent so much money to get the talent. Yeah. And that's what I think about. The thing about this rom com is I think it's a really good rom com. I think it's a really good recent rom com that never gets talked about. Do I have that much emotional attachment to it? Not really. Do I'm, I enjoy it when I watch it? Yeah. I'm gonna go with a B tier. Okay. Because I did like it, but I cannot tell you a thing about the plot. <laughs> I would also accept a C. I almost, I'm going to go with C then, because I should be able to tell you more about the plot. I don't think I, it's that memorable, and I do think that is a problem with it. In preparation for this episode, this was one of only two movies I had to look up because I couldn't remember it. Yeah. Which I think does say. Okay, our next movie, Frozen. Frozen. D tier. Where's Frozen 2? C. Here's the only reason I would consider C. Frozen C tier. Is I think we... I love our opinions about Frozen. (laughs) I think we are so right. And I think that I wrote such a better fake movie about Frozen from Frozen Mm -hmm. that I do think that the podcast is pretty good. And I think that's impressive because it was our first one and it could have really sucked. People really like that episode, so, which I'm always like, how? Because I feel like it's cringy. Good for content. I kind of want to do C. I will put it for C okay. because I think Frozen is special to us in our podcast. Yes, it was our hundredth. It was our first episode and our tenth episode. Yeah, it kind of was our special thing. The problem is they didn't make Frozen stuff fast enough. Which is surprising. We didn't have one by the 100th episode. It is surprising. If there was a Frozen 3, it would have been our 100th episode. It would have, yeah. But they haven't made it yet. Next up, we have Funny Lady, which is not Funny Girl. Not funny Girl, Funny Lady. This is lady. the sequel. And right away, I hate this movie for one very specific reason. The dude. No, because it killed our podcast viewership for a while. Oh. Because <laughs> everyone in our audience thought that, that this was Funny Girl again and didn't watch it. Which is too it bad. destroyed our algorithm. That podcast was so good. It was Like, so the one good. where we talk about Funny Lady is so good. It's one of our... It's a great episode, but... I would like, do C or D. <sighs> the thing which we talk about in our podcast episode, if you watch it, <laughs> or I mean listen to it, um, it is... A good movie with a huge fatal flaw, which takes up, like, most of the movie. So it's a very frustrating watch. I don't know. I'm going to say D. Uh Uh-huh. Because I don't want to watch it again. That's fair. That's fair. I don't want to watch it either. And the good moments... They're not (sighs) worth it. No, you've convinced me. I think it's D. Yeah, I'm going to overthink this. Let's just go right to D. Because I could have talked myself into C, but I, there's no point. Palm Springs. Palm Springs. Palm this Springs, was an interesting one. I think it's at least an We a. say that about most of them at this point. This yeah. is an interesting one. I just realized that. Palm Springs was the Andy Samberg movie mm-hmm. about... Time travel. ...being stuck in a day loop. Yeah, yeah. Or That's in a I time meant. loop. Yeah. Uh, I think this is an A. I think this is a great movie. It is a great movie, but it doesn't stick with me. It sticks with That's me. That's a huge thing. But it but sticks you know with what? me. I feel so little passion about fighting on this because okay. I did enjoy it. I will put it as an A. Because I did enjoy it. It is a good time, <laughs> uh, time loop movie. This is a drama one. Spider-Man 
No Way Home. This was one of the ones we watched in theaters. I don't like it that much. I liked a part of it. I enjoyed it. I liked it. the Spider-Men uh, yes. together. That was the best part. <laughs> How you phrase that's really funny. <laughs> yes, that is the best part. But I that think, ending. And the way it gets so overhyped pisses me off, which I think makes me more mad at the movie than I was originally. Yes. Everyone talks about this as it's the best Marvel movie ever made. It's not. I don't understand that. It's a good Marvel movie in A's, the part but of, I don't The problem know. with this movie is it has fun elements and it has fun moments. It doesn't have a fun plot. I hate the story. And nobody seems to understand that. The story does not work for me on so many layers. So many levels. Because they just don't get it and they're being frustrating and also that ending. And like... The freaking ant, like, it's such an annoying superhero thing to be like, oh, we should, but the multi-barter should, we should be nice to them. They need another chance. So we should put them in a room unsupervised and just, like, trust them. See, it's he like, could have just done most of the stuff, like. With them in cells. Like, weren't they in cells? And he was like, get out of there. Yeah. Come hang out. Most of this could have been done in cells. Yeah. He was just like, come hang out. And then they're like, okay. And then they were like, huh, it's like we're going to murder everyone. It's like, oh, no, it couldn't have been predicted. It's like, I could have fucking predicted it. See, my story issues with this are actually very similar to Funny Lady, mm. where there's good stuff here, but there's this constant plot thing that you intentionally wrote. Yeah. And I don't know why. And that ending, people are not bothered by that ending the way we are, and I'm I don't know why. I'm pissed about that. Any, he this promised is, her. This is such... This is such a thing, too. And, like, it's not just this movie, but, like, this is a story beat that I've seen so many times in which a fucking dude decides that he can, like, make a, his love interest decision for her because he, like, knows better or whatever. And it pisses me off so much every time. So this gets compounded anger because I thought we were past it, you know? <laughs> Next we're going to Where'd you put it? Detour. Oh, we didn't even say. Oh, I said D tier. Uh, okay. Do you want... What do you want? I would maybe do C, but I also hate it, so I would... So I'm happy with D. You know what? C... I'm going through our C list. I'm going through our D list. And while I agree that the funny lady for D is fair, I think it is actually a better C. Okay. Because we like the stuff we like. Yeah. I want to talk about... Mulan Rouge! Moulin Rouge. Here's the thing about Moulin Rouge. I love the beginning of Moulin Rouge. I love the tango. I don't really like the ending part of the movie. I agree. So it's like, I I think it's an enjoyable watch. Is it the level of Chicago? No. You know? Like, is it the level of some other musicals I really like? No. I feel like it's a comfortable beat. I feel like it's a comfortable beat. Okay. Canada's Drag Race Season 1. You were secretly telling me that you think this is a C. This is C. Can you explain? Maybe even a D. A D? But I think we're going to end up on a C. And okay. And I'll tell you why. The cast on this show is very good. Yes. Especially Priyanka. She feels like a winner in the best way possible. Mm -hmm. Is this not when we also have Jimbo and Lemon? Yes, we also got Jimbo I and Lemon. I would say... Those are great cats. Some of the more iconic people to come out of Canada's Drag Race. Yes, but here's our problem. Okay. The judging, the judging. on this season I forgot about 
about the judging. I forgot. Just <laughs> makes every episode end with you, you going. You are so right. Ugh. You are so right. I and told. How did I forget about? I like repressed it. And, and the ball where they gave them horrible like. Yes. Yes. So we have been very clear. Well, we hope Jeffrey all the best. We don't like Jeffrey on Drag Race. I forgot. We never him. liked Jeffrey on Drag Race. His vibes on Drag Race just not are not for us. No. Yeah, you're right. The judging was shit. And Brooklyn this season also was not that great. She got great. a lot better. I still stand by the fact Brooklyn, I'm so confident, like watched season one after and was yeah. like, oh, I wanted to say this, but I, I said it like that. I think now, I think now the Canadian judges are actually some of the better judges for yes. like actually giving good critiques and shit. Whereas I think the American show, you know, they used to be too mean and I think they've gotten too nice in reaction to that because mm. they don't aren't sure where the line is mm. i think the canadian judges now have actually really figured out where that line is well the high... i agree i forgot how shitty the the judging just kind of ruins but the, the queens this season iconic yeah the queens this season make the best i want them doing when they do this next canadaverse the world i want them to do i want them to pull from here more yeah although i'm like i'm glad rita came but just having rita I, there's so many girls this season. Even ones that I didn't like watching, like Alona Verley. Mm. Uh, very, very memorable queens. They're very memorable queens, and they've grown on me since the show, so I'm going to kind of blame the show for me not liking them. Yeah. Uh, so we agree on C or D. Um, the highs are too strong for me to put it as a D. I think, th for me, if if the queens were, like, not super memorable, D, but B, I think the queens can pull it up to a C. See, if this was, like, a different, a worst cast... Yeah. They, this is shows lucky that they made these mistakes on their first season, where mm -hmm. they had the best of Canada's drag talent. Yeah. Of untapped Canada's drag talent to pull from. Yeah. Because they got some of the world's best drag queens. Yeah. And just some of the most iconic drag queens. Yeah. Like, look at the careers Jimbo and Priyanka have been able to get together. Yeah. It's very impressive. Uh, like, especially Priyanka. Priyanka used that win so well. Yeah, she did. I'm very impressed with her. I want Priyanka on the next All Winners season. That'd be great. I also want Isis. But I want Priyanka because Priyanka's felt like the most winner of all the Canada girls. Yeah. Like just in terms of what she's been able to she do. She really used it. She got on the cover of L. Yeah. So impressive. Next up. Oh my god, Barb and Star S. Barb and Star go to visit De or go to Vista Delamar. S, 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 S. This movie is <laughs> We have to talk about it. <laughs> I'm gonna say yeah. Yeah, no! <laughs> You scared me. <laughs> You're uh, not going to say it. Barb and Star is the perfect movie for a very particular type of feeling you want to have, which is you want something dumb, light, and fun, but enjoyable. But it's not even that dumb. It's not Like, that it has some dumb moments, but, like, the jokes have... It's not Adam Sandler dumb. viciously underrated. Yes. Like, nobody knows about this movie. I tell everyone about this movie. I would definitely give this an S. You yes, should go watch it. Yes. I like this movie. Like, I told 
my mom i told my parents about this movie my mom watched it while she was here she bought it on dvd watched it again watched it with my dad told my uncle about it like it's like... We're, it's spreading <laughs> we're gonna get everyone you know it's a great movie it's, it's gonna have so fun. underrated next up we have rupaul's drag race all-star season seven all winners this was a good season this season people it's always important to remember, and I sometimes, I don't forget about it, but I don't think about it as much. Mm. People online are just negative to be negative. Okay. This was some of the best drag race talent. Yes. There is. All coming back to do some of the best drag race we've ever seen. Yes. Just objectively, there was almost no misses. Really, like, the main negative, I would say, is I think... Because it was a celebratory season, mm -hmm. they didn't, especially I'm thinking how um, Evie Oddly was like frustrated because she was having a lot of sort of negotiations with her chronic illness and a lot of thoughts about if she even like could keep, still be a drag queen. We didn't get to see any of that. Mm -hmm. And I do think that's like a negative of the show. For me, really, that's like the only major negative yes, I can think only, of from this season. I'm going to expand on that a little. Yeah. Like push, because that was the most vocal person after. But yeah. broadly speaking, it became clear during editing, um, yeah. like while they were editing the show, they wanted this to be a pure celebration. Yeah. Which in a way I kind of get. Because you know, you they're are, not, they're not bad. But I, because of that, they didn't include almost critiques. any critiques that they did, did film me. them they did frustrate me You're but right. in yeah, a they sense didn't show us them but in a sense i'm i think that that's not as bad as we might have been in the moment because mm. in the moment we were like why aren't you critiquing but be looking back as the celebration it is yeah and how they at least committed to it being a celebration like yeah. if they hadn't committed but they still they only went halfway. Yeah. That would have been worse. Because them, like, half critiquing would have been way more annoying. Mm. So them just choosing to, like, let's have fun and look at all this as the positive that it is. Mm -hmm. I almost kind of respect it for it, in yeah. a way. I do wish that the stuff, especially that Evie Oddly brought up, they had found a way to include it so everyone could feel more satisfied. I especially don't think that that would have really taken away from the season mm -hmm. for me that speaks especially as someone who is chronically ill i think people don't know how to look at it sometimes and so i don't think that that would have taken away from the celebratory I tone think of the season it's obviously we're just speculating here but i think that they decided what what they filmed after and looking back at it they decided there's no way for this to be seen as celebratory and they just cut it. but they also cut a lot of stuff yeah. So maybe Evie oddly overstated it. Maybe the show should have used it more. But um, I would but think I we're focusing on the negative too much. I think, I think that is, this like, overall, I think it's a really good season. This is a really good season. And, like, it yeah. was, especially for us, like, being subjective, we love Jinx. Yeah. Jinx is probably my second favorite queen of all time. Very close second with Willow. Um... And seeing her, she just did so well this season, and it's so exciting to see someone mm -hmm. who you really like do really well, especially because Willow's first season was so long ago, mm -hmm. and Willow's first season was like... Willow's. Sorry. Jinx's. Jinx's first season was really... Um, it was a decade ago. Rough in a lot of ways. Mm -hmm. It was old school drag race. There was not the same 
level expected of you. Mm -hmm. Um, and Jinx like really struggled with her looks. She really struggled with her makeup. Like she really Jinx could not have won a she, modern drag race no. with what she had brought. She back pulled then. that win like out of the bag, and I was so excited because she made me love her over the course of the show. But like seeing her come back like fully formed, very exciting. Yeah. Uh, one thing that the queens had brought up shortly after the season, mm -hmm. which I'm going to critique a little now, okay. was they were there was a message of they didn't get as much out of the season as they had hoped originally. Like, okay. obviously, like a lot of the Brew girls when they go on a U.S. season, like they get a huge new platform. Yeah. Like think of all the girls from Fifteen. Like, you didn't know any of them before. Now you know a whole bunch of them. Yes. But they they were a little upset that they didn't get a whole lot of growth from the show. But I am going to just say, at least for Jinx, who won, Jinx has got opportunities since then. Yes. That I she's have been so impressive. She I got to be on Broadway, and now she's in Doctor Who. I don't Those know are very impressive. how much the show has control over that. Like... And I mean that very literally. I don't know how much. Like, maybe they... I genuinely don't think Jinx would have had these opportunities had she not done I don't this. think so either. But, I w yeah. Obviously, not everyone gets everything out of the drag race they want. Mm -hmm. So, they do have fair critiques as winners that I think are valid. I liked the all-winners format. I want them to do one more with Priyanka. They didn't vote each other out for that, did they? No. This was the one they had the golden plunger. Which was a smart strategy for this right. one to keep oh, them yeah, all happy. Oh yeah, and then they did the point system. Yes. I love the point system. I thought that was really smart. I thought that was a great way to do it. So I think this is an A tier. Yeah, all I agree. Stars. I agree. Or is this an S tier all stars? Nah. I think this is for our drag race. Because drag race is kind of on its own ranking system. This yeah. might be our S tier all stars. Yeah. I'm willing to give it S tier if you feel passionate. I think it's worthy of an S tier. You okay. got to see such talent. For you, you got also introduced to a new queen. Who? The Vivian. Oh, yeah. You didn't know before. So you would no, have I known didn't. the rest of them. Yeah. But the Vivian. Yeah, I hope next season they bring in some Canada and all other winners. But mostly Canada. Long shot. This was one of our early episodes. And for some reason, people like to watch this. This is a good movie. It is a good movie. It's, like, charming. But it did not stick with me. And I can't really remember a lot of details. I would watch this movie again. I'd watch it again, but I'm only willing to go to B tier. Okay. What do you feel? I kind of want to argue for A, but I'll accept B. It's not that good, but it is good. Mm -hmm. it's, it's charming. I like it. It is charming. Afternoon Delight. This was D this was F disappointing. This was also in Catherine Hahn month. Yes. Because we we wanted to do Catherine Hahn month because yes. we were like, let's celebrate our Catherine Hahn. We love Catherine Hahn. And then we realized it's very hard to actually do Catherine Hahn month because she's a character actor. Yeah. So she rarely leads her own film. So this but was, this, I think this was the only like lead film. She leads, I think she's led like at least two TV shows. Films? Not often. She doesn't... Yeah, so this um, was her thing. That's why we watched it. I think kind of average indie movie, for me, what really kicks it low, I might even do F. I want to do F. Is because of how they treated 
yeah. the sex worker who they invite into their home and create a very intimate relationship with and then they just kick her to the curb. Yes. And the movie doesn't really portray that as them as shitty as it is. Yes. This movie had some interesting ideas they wanted to explore and then immediately didn't want to explore That's them. like what ruins it for me. So it is F tier for me. Yeah. Because it's like, obviously, you know, I think people can get a little bit, what's the word, uh, puritanical almost. Mm -hmm. Sometimes when they talk about bad things in movies, you can't show bad things in movies, obviously. How you portray that changes what the movie is saying about those bad things. Yes. And this movie was very much on their side. Yes. Which is the problem. Yes. Uh, Hocus Pocus. S. I don't think you're going to agree. But that's what I want. Hocus Pocus is the fun witch movie. I think it has a lot of potential, and I will give it an S. <gasps> because I think that, Yay! well, the movie is not maybe technically good. It's just emotionally yeah. good. So I think it's worthy of our S tier. Amazing. Uh, B, B movie. movie. <laughs> B movie is odd because it's okay. just a meme at this I point. I kind of want to put this really low because it made me so mad. But Why did it make you mad again? Because the court case is so stupid on so many levels. It makes me so angry. Because I got almost comically angry, I feel like it was kind of an unexpectedly funny podcast. A funny podcast, but is it a good movie? No, no, no. Watch? But uh, part of what I'm qualifying is if it made good content for me, that's better than an F, you know? Well, I'm not going F. I'm looking at uh, B tier. No. I look at... Where <laughs> You're are you? joking. Where are you thinking? You're making a joke. No, I am not. But Luke, I want to know where you're thinking. This is not a B. Where are you thinking? Like, a, like kind of thinking D. I can't do B. I can't do D because it's better than Frozen movies, but I will give you a C tier. It's better than the Frozen movies? Yes. Okay, fine. Mm, I don't know if I agree, but I will accept C. I like B movie. I don't love it. I do it's, not like It's B cringy movie. in a lot of ways. I like the opening of B movie. When they are in the hive, it's talking about some interesting things. We've got some anti-capitalist messages. It's, like, interesting. As it's soon like, as they leave the hive, it's all bullshit. It's like Soul. And they're in the spirit world. You're like, cool. And then yeah. they go back to New York, and you're like... Oh, now he's a cat. Now that... <laughs> yeah, and you're like, oh, we're doing this? But you were, just, you were just so interesting over there. Yeah. So, I... Yeah, I'm surprised. I didn't know you... I would have given it B. That's weird. I might have even gone higher if you That's convinced weird. me. I could have gone higher. You're like, weird. I would No. I enjoyed that movie. Sons of Mistletoe. Sons of Mistletoe. <laughs> this was the first movie from our DVD which, pack. If you are familiar, it's full of movies, which we thought were going to be bad movies, but then they're all kind of good movies. Well, we've only seen two. <laughs> we've only this seen two. The, the, other two. the other two can get us. Sons of Mistletoe. I'm instantly at C tier because this is one of the better Christmas movies we watched. It's not the best, mm. but... Where's I... the other one? Is that also in C? Yes. Okay, it can go in C. This is the thing, is that it's a good Christmas movie. It's better than, like, a Lifetime or Hallmark movie. Uh -oh. But is, is it good on a non-Christmas movie scale? No. It's okay. It's not great. It, it has, again, the fatal flaw. We've seen in a lot of movies like these... 
the fucking romantic interest is just either horrible Kendall, or nothing. She's just I nothing in this world. I have a request to move our first item to a different tier. Okay. I want to move a Christmas romance down to a D tier on the same argument that it has the same problems as Funny Lady, which is a shitty love interest in an otherwise okay movie. But Funny Lady is also racist. I still want to move this down to D. I think that Sons of Mistletoe is a step well, above it. Spencer's in D, and I hated Spencer. I would watch a Christmas romance again. Yeah, but... The funny lady is what my comparison is. Well, I really feel this. We're looking okay. at everything in D. I wouldn't watch Boy in the Band. I wouldn't watch okay. Uncut Gems. Okay. Well, can, we can go through it after if that's how you feel. Okay. Right Being the Ricardos. Blech. Well. This is a movie that's the... technically fine. It does not bring me joy. I'm going to go with F for me because... I bet if I grew up watching Lucy, I would have liked this a lot more. But mm -hmm. I didn't, so that did work for me. And because of that, I just didn't care about the movie. I could have not seen this movie. Yeah, I could have not seen it, and I can't really... I've intentionally chosen to forget about a lot of it. Cool. So I'm good with F. <laughs> yeah. It's not terrible in every way, but it's just not fun for me. Hocus Pocus 2. <laughs> this might have disagreement. You like this better than me. Yes. I did not like this. Yes. Okay, I'm just going to move this down to the top of C, just so it's down here. Okay. That's not indication of anything. I would do D. Hmm. I, you can convince me of C. I think it it wasn't a complete horrible thing. Though it I, has a lot that I disagree with. It does have elements that I liked. I liked lot of this movie uh -huh. but i just it doesn't have the same magic as the first one but it which is the all-important vibes but i had fun basically that's the only thing i can say is that the three of them back together for me mm. like just the they picked up where they left off in my energy see the three of them back together for me felt it didn't feel authentic but I felt like they the were new characters, I actually really enjoyed the new characters. Mm -hmm. So I, it still had some stuff in there for me that was enjoyable. So I, I will accept a C if that's what you're feeling. I am feeling a C. Okay. We can put it near the bottom of the C so you can be like, it's a low C. <laughs> okay. Ooh, Canada's Drag Race Season 2. You switched it up on me. I did. Season 2. Is that acceptable? Yeah, I was just thinking about season three. Who won season two? Isis. Isis, right. This okay, was the season. This, this, is, this is tough because season two, huge improvement from season one, right? Yes. But In terms of judging and production and all that. Yeah, way better. But we had that huge emotional heartbreak for us of Pythia being really bad at lip syncing. See, but, any Drake Race season we watch, we're in... Both of us have decided we're instantly going to fall in love with the campy, uh, almost costumey queen who has like, who has unique, intricate costume ideas and kind of plays everything a little kooky, a little fun. I think that's she our vibe. Such a cool vibe. I still follow him, her on Instagram. Here's the problem though: is that we fell in love with Pythia. Mm. Like, even though we like Isis and we totally respect Isis, we fell in love with Pythia. Yeah. And then, during the 
reunion episode where they had to lip sync from a final four to a final three. Yeah. We realized within five seconds, we could both, you could hear it yeah. in our hearts, the shattering when we realized, oh no, Pythia cannot lip sync very well. As much as that was a heartbreak though, it was kind of iconic. Like, we icon- bring that up all the time. That, to us, is an iconic moment in our <laughs> lives, which, for anyone else watching this, would sound like a crazy thing. Like, a completely wild statement. But for us, we talk about it all the time. We do. Because we loved Pythia. Yeah. And in that moment, we were like, we can't, like, and it's always, we can root for her. But like, remember we remember it now. Like, we're always like, but we haven't seen them lip sync, so we don't know. Like, <laughs> we, we got lulled into a false sense of security. Like, it didn't occur to us, because she'd never been in the bottom, right? No. And we were like, this is great, she's never been in the bottom. And we're then like, we were Isis like, Isis <laughs> has made mistakes before. Isis, like, because we knew Isis was, it was Isis or Pythia. Yeah. And we were like, Isis is kind of more fashion-y, a little yeah. more dancer-y. But, like, Pythia's got the better track record, yeah. and she, as long as she can hold her own and bring the camp, she can do good. And then we realized she can't really hold her own. Yeah. And it shattered us. But so. I do think this was a good season. This might be... Also, Eve 6000, who I want to bring up. Mm-hmm. This season's one issue. Yeah. From a storyline perspective, is that the girls were very nice. Mm. Except for... Eve 6000. Yeah. Who was lifting everyone else up in terms of drama. Yeah. Because she's the only one that was making drama. The girls were very nice. It was low on drama. I would also say... But that means we got more time with Eve, who I loved. Tracy was also, like, very announcer in this one, which was yes. a disappointment. Tra- the Like, the only downgrade from season one, which was weird because she was so good in season one. Tracy did... But Tracy I did loved- kind of go into announcer mode with judging. She's getting better, but she still it struggled was- with but Tracy and the actress, right? Uh, Amanda Pruitt. And I really liked her. Yes. So I think this is definitely high. Where are you thinking? I think this is high. I'm honestly going A for this season because of how important this is. I would put us. higher than three, to be honest. Well, we're about to talk about three. Uh, so Canada's Drag Race season three is actually next on our list. Uh, here's the thing about Canada season three. Actually, the problem with season three is, again, it had another iconic moment. We came into this off of season 14, in which Georgius George, got so much preferential Special. treatment because she was skinny and cute. And we were so pissed off because she was like it was just getting rigged for her. And it was so frustrating that she wasn't getting like critiques and shit like that. So, we come into this one. We have Miss Fierce Delicious. And she's talked about this. Yeah. I watched her thing actually today. Yeah. She was doing an interview. Yeah. And she said she filmed the promos the day, like, after she lost uh, the show. Like, they oh. filmed her losing. And then she had to go pro. So, she was tired because she had just competed mm. a whole season. And she was, like, mad she lost. And so, she was just saying words. That's fair. Which, now so, looking back, makes more sense. We, like, we hated her going into this. She had, like... Well, we did. We didn't it, hate her in, like, a how dare you. We hate her and we're like, we're not going to enjoy her. And they're going to show a bunch of... We thought we knew her path. We which thought was it was going to of... be another... We thought she was just another Georges. Like, that's just what we mm. thought. And, and also, it's like, we don't even Georges... hate Georges. We just hated how the show treated Georges yes. in compared to other Thank people. Thank you. Georges is very talented in what she's good at. But the show wouldn't 
when Georges did bad, they were like, we don't want to, we don't want to harm Georges. And we yeah. were like, but and everyone like, else is getting thrown in front yeah, of Yeah, like any time. It was like, oh my God, Georges, you didn't do good this time, but like, you're going to be so amazing. And it's like, shut up. Just give her a critique. Anyway, besides the point, she, she didn't win us over immediately either. But over at some point, there was a turning point, And suddenly we loved Fierce Delicious. And to go from hating her to love, like, we, I wanted her to win so bad. Like, she just. She earned the win in our she, hearts. And the storyline was really good. It, it was like. It was so It was so like Violet Tchotchke, but like, for real. Like, yeah. Violet Tchotchke, her storyline on that season, famously, everyone's talked this to death, felt kind of forced. It felt like the queens were suddenly telling us that she'd grown and it was different. And we were like, I don't know. She wouldn't. But she this, had. This is like you saw it. And like she was bringing it with the runway. She was bringing you variety. She was Which is also you... what we didn't think would happen. We're like. She wasn't Because her promo coming... was a bikini. Yeah. Yeah. We just thought she was going to be like sexy. Like that was going to be her thing. And it. she, she tried... was. But she, she brought other shit. She was bringing you the variety. And um, so her. She got out pretty early in the finale, which again was well, very were, sad. They had a final four, and they had to do a dance challenge. And this is... They did that thing that we don't like in the final episode, where they want to eliminate girls, but they don't want any negative critiques, which mm-hmm. we just think if you're going to send them home, you should tell them why. Yes. Because even Fierce says she doesn't know. But yes. we have a theory yeah. why. Because the final four were Giselle Lullaby, Jada Shada Hudson, uh, Kimmy Couture, and Miss Fierce Delicious. And they sent home Fierce and Kimmy. And our theory has always been, Fierce didn't do very well in the girl group challenge. She didn't, which was surprising and, and sad. I have not thing on that. Okay. And then F- Kimmy got sent home because she came out in another bathing suit. Yeah. And they were just like, like yes, they couldn't give it to sense. her. Yeah. That. But they didn't say anything, so we don't know. Yeah. Now, Fierce did bring up... Mm-hmm. One, you know how normally during those dance challenges they film them doing the choreo and then they're like, they actually do it after? Mm-hmm. They didn't do that this time. Oh. What we saw, she's like, that's all there was. Okay. And two, she kept telling the choreographer, hey, I'm not getting this. Could you make this simpler? And the choreographer just said no. Mm. But also the choreographer kept telling all four girls, hey, every dance going up, I want to be like a step up from the previous girl. Yeah. And Kimmy was going first. Yeah. And so she was in a really pissed off mood mm-hmm. because she kept hearing the choreographer say, the first one's going to be good and then they're going to get better, better, better. Mm. And she's like, well, why am I the worst? Yeah. Why are you planning for me to be the worst? Yeah. So when I heard those two things, I'm like, oh, that does explain more why yeah. she looks annoyed. Yeah. Because the other girls were getting... Because when Giselle was doing her choreography it was much easier yes which i like don't even we've talked before about how we don't like how choreographers on these shows function sometimes so like that's not even something where i'm like oh she's being a diva or whatever like i think it's so fair which is weird because they had built in this amazing storyline that you would think they would you would think they would maybe throw in a little bit of rigging but it seems like they did the opposite. Mm-hmm. But anyway, I do think this was a very good season as well. I do too. I also want to put this right with season two. Yeah, I think that's fair. Uh, I do think... I've seen Giselle Lullaby perform live now. Mm-hmm. She's a very talented winner. Mm-hmm. She's not... I think the problem with her is she's just not an exciting winner. Because yeah. she's just like a professional good drag queen. She was 
good the whole time. Her problem for winning in terms of storyline was her peak was earlier on. And then she kind of just coasted through. Not in a bad way, but in a... She was great, and then she was good. And she yeah. was good long enough to get to the end. Yeah. Uh, and then... And the editing. They should have to be better at editing if they want a character to have a storyline. Yeah. To not give it an anticlimactic ending. Exactly. Because they... Fierce got her own intro. She's the only queen in history to ever get her own intro to the show. What do you mean? They, you know the previously on Drag Race uh, segment? Yeah. They did one that was just about Fierce. Oh. They had four seconds of like the, this girl went home. And then they just showed a montage of Fierce being like sabotage. It was sabotage. Girls are all trying to sabotage me. And then her like moping on the stage. Oh yeah. That was funny. <laughs> and it was like, it's iconic. She's the only one to ever get it. Yeah. Also, people love Fierce. Yeah. Fierce. They did this polling of fan favorite queen from the year. And it was Fierce versus like Cornbread mm. and Willow and a bunch of other people. Fierce won. That's sick. Which I'm like, good for Fierce. Yeah. Fierce is the one who I want on Canada vs. the World oh, next. That would be great. I think she would win. That would be awesome. I think she can win. Yeah, I think she so would too. deserve a win. Yeah. She's who I want in All Star Slags. So good job, Fierce. You turned Canada season three, even in this podcast, to be all about you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Overall, I do want to give one second. Overall, there's a that was a great season. We like to do our fun guest ranking before each season, and yeah. you guessed Halal Bay oh, yeah. as our winner. <laughs> and then I laughed because she went home first. Right? Yeah, I really liked her like opening. Mm -hmm. Next up, we have West Side Story. Okay, obviously you're gonna want this to be us. I am gonna want this to be us. This is an amazing movie. I just like this movie so much. Uh, I think it is just perfect for what it wants yeah, to do. Yeah, I know. You think it's the best movie ever. <sighs> no, I think Chicago is the best movie ever. Oh, okay. For me. But I like it and I want it to be now. <laughs> and for our podcast, this is one of our few ones with a guest. That's true. I just don't think this is an S movie. Would you do an A? I would do an A, yeah. I'll give it to you as an A because okay. I just... I don't think I'm going to win that fight with convincing you, but... Okay. Yes. Coraline. Hmm. Coraline? I don't even know how I feel about Coraline. I never know how I feel about Coraline. I have lots of thoughts about Coraline, but I don't really have any words to Do say I about this. Do I enjoy watching it? Kind of. Kind of. I would feel it B. I think Coraline's a good B because you have it's to watch... It's a want... good movie. But it's like, do you want to watch it, you know? Although I will always say, Coraline is the best use of what PG is actually supposed to mean. Yeah. Because this is a movie that a kid, a small kid can watch if your kid is able to handle, like, the darker stuff. There's nothing in this that's R or PG-13. Yeah. But it's intense. Yeah. And this is what I always think of. Because, like, Frozen's rated the same as this. Yeah, this which is, is ridiculous. Not Fro Frozen is not this. Next up, we have... It's complicated. It's I would put this complicated. pretty low. I would put this pretty high. How high? I like it enough to put it in an A. No. But you, where are you feeling? Like a D or a C. A D? I just don't really enjoy this movie. Why? It's a good movie. I don't like either of the love interests. <sighs> That's just the thing you're going to have 
it over. That is not true. We put you were just arguing that a Christmas story should be lower because we hate the love interest. That's very different. How is that different? You don't like it because you just don't like Alec Baldwin. Uh, I also you, don't like Steve Martin in this. Yes, but you don't like. It's not the characters you don't like. It's the actors you don't like. I don't know the actor from the love story, but I'm sure he's fine in other stuff. This is you don't like actors. I really don't want to go higher than a B, and I I'll give feel you a like B. that's stretching it. I'll give you the B. Okay. Because I can I can live with a fitting in with the bees. Okay. I'm offended that Night's Tale is in there. <laughs> Mask of the Phantasm. Mask of the Phantasm. I asked to watch this because the voice actor passed away. Yeah. And I wanted to tribute to him. I'm like, I like this absolutely movie. neutral on this movie. Like I like it. I like it. I think it's a B movie for what we do. because uh, it's a good movie. Okay. Uh, it is for a good me, movie. but it is exactly what it is. And yeah. if you don't want to watch that, you're not going to like this. Okay, I think that's fair. So I'm going to put it in B. I think that's if fair. that's fair with you. Yeah. Uh, this is ooh, this is our little section where we have our solo projects. Fresh. We've both done one podcast fresh. episode solo. Yeah. So this is so, fresh from 2022. I did watch this you with watched our old this. roommate, actually. And she thought about being on the podcast, but decided she didn't want to be. But then she had a lot of opinions. And after I recorded it, she was like, maybe I should have been on that. And I was like, okay, well, it's too late. But anyway, <laughs> <laughs> I really like this movie. I think it had a bad ending. So, but a lot of people like the ending. So I think that's a taste thing. But I did not like the ending because I felt it moved the whole thesis of the movie in a way that like was not the point in my opinion um so i would probably put this in at a b okay i can't really contribute to this because i haven't seen it yeah but i'm glad you liked it at a b level i think b is going to be our busy most full section but i like i'm proud of us so far we're doing a pretty good job keeping it even my concern was we were gonna all gonna be like b <laughs> which is why i'm actually a passionate person in the belief of systems like Rotten Tomatoes where it's uh-huh. like it's good or it's bad like you have to pick one okay because some people are like you should add a middle tomato like a squishy like a tomato. squishy tomato yeah. type thing or like a middle ground but no I like it when we have a system where we can say it's good or bad because I think it forces you to make a choice mm-hmm. and when you have a middle option I think people can be very dependent on being like, well, it's middle. That's true. And I like being saying, no, is it good or bad? Speaking of Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness, uh, this is going down to D tier. There's good things in this movie, Mm -hmm. mostly Wanda. But this movie has so many structural problems that I I see it as... The same as Spider-Man No Way Home. Yeah. I don't like it in a lot of ways, and I think it missed its potential. Also, for a movie called Multiverse of Madness, you visit two multiverses, Hmm. one of which doesn't even exist. What do you mean it doesn't exist? Like, there was nothing in that universe anymore. It was all destroyed, so it was just white. So, I put that in D tier. It was disappointing. It was kind of the start of Marvel's bad Mm. two summer movie. Ooh, this next one's interesting. Mr. and Mrs. Smith. 
Okay, Mr. so Mr. And Mrs. and Mrs. Smith was in our back pocket for so long because that we still want to go to it when we don't know what to watch, but we've already watched it. No, for years we would, not for years, we haven't done this <laughs> for months, I mean. Yeah. Months, we'd like want to watch something and we'd like go through Netflix yeah. and we'd see Mr. and Mrs. Smith and we'd all be like, we can't find something, Mr. and Mrs. Smith. Yeah. And then one day we couldn't find something, yeah. so we watched Mr. and Mrs. Smith. And then we still asked each other that sometimes. Like, we should watch Mr. Wait. So it is, it's just like a really good romantic action movie that's short and like concise and it mm -hmm. knows what it is, you know? Mm -hmm. Is it like the best movie you've ever seen? No, but it's like, ex you know exactly what you're getting when you go into it. And it like gives you that in a mm -hmm. good way. Mm -hmm. I would put it, where do we have Gunpowder Milkshake? Because I would put this above Gunpowder Milkshake. I give it an A. Because gunpowder milkshake's a B. I think that's fair. So, yes. I like that movie. It's very good. It's kind of weird to watch now because it was so different what it meant then. Yeah, there's a pop lot culture of, than like, it does now. there's a lot of, like, real life stuff that goes into it. But, like, as a movie, yeah. Black Panther, Wakanda Forever. This movie's good, and uh -huh. it's definitely better than a lot of other Marvel projects that mm -hmm. have come out lately. Mm -hmm. So, I think it's a... For me, I could give it a low A or a high B. Yeah. But I feel like you want to do a B more than a See, C. I, seeing Moulin Rouge there, I feel like it's kind of similar to Moulin Rouge for me, you know? Like, there's stuff I really enjoy about it, there's stuff not so much. Mm -hmm. Angela Bassett is the queen mother... Yeah. I think it's a very good part for her. So, yes. Happiest season. Happiest season. Okay, we hated Happiest Season when we first saw it because, like everyone else, Aubrey Plaza and Christian Stewart have amazing chemistry. And the main couple, it, the girlfriend is, like, kind of an asshole the whole time. Now, I rewatched this recently when I was at my parents' for Christmas. Mm-hmm. Better on a rewatch. Interesting. I was not as mad. I still don't want to rank it super high, but it did make it better for me. Where do you want to put it? For my reaction to watching it, uh -huh. I want F, but I'm willing to concede. You want F? I want F. Like, really? I was, I was mad, and I put it with the rest of those, but where do you want it? A C? I was kind of feeling C. But I will accept a D if it made you that upset. Because I, the first time I watched it, it really did make me upset. Mm -hmm. Maybe upon review it would change, but I see this in the same as Russian Doll Season 2 and Woman in the Window, which okay. are projects. They had cool stuff in them, maybe, but the whole doesn't work because of what they decide. Sugar and Spice. Sugar and Spice, the movie. Uh, what do you want? I feel so little about this. <laughs> you do? Okay, so like sort of defending your life, again, um, a nostalgic movie for me that I care a lot about that as an adult I do have problems with. B? <sighs> do you think that's too high? I'll give it a B. Okay. It fits in with the Bs. Uh, ugh, but the homophobia. I know, the homophobia is bad. I will accept a C because of homophobia. I will ask for a C because of homophobia. Oh, fair enough. <laughs> but it's it's 
it's a B movie that the homophobia makes us see. Fair. I will concede to that. I'll agree to that. Next up, we have Cruella. This is interesting. This is another movie I wanted to hate that was able to, to bring me around. Now, it does have that first 10 minutes. That's very bad. But then you can get over those 10 minutes. But then it's good. Yes. And it's a fun time. Is it a Cruella prequel? No. But it's... it's I almost like kind of like that more. I like it, that fine. I wonder... I mean, we all know the marketing is cuts of money. You do have to... You do have to be able to not be married to it as a Cruella prequel. Or yeah, does not I never work. had an issue with that. I was I'm just, fine with I, that as well. I was just very much like... It was, it's based on the idea of Cruella, like taking ideas from that world. I, I want A. I oh. kind of want B. Here's the thing. I haven't really wanted to watch it since. I have wanted to watch it since. No, I have wanted to watch it. I, I want A. I'm pretty, I'm, I'm putting passion into this. Okay. I think it should be B, but I'll let you have A. Okay. Next up, we have Willow. <gasps> This is an S for me. This is a B for me. I like Willow, but I also just don't think about Willow ever. I watched Willow pretty again pretty soon after with new friends, and I kind of expect to watch it again pretty re- pretty soon from now. <laughs> it sounded like you just replaced me with other friends because you were like <laughs> like other friends that understood. I'm willing to give this a high A. Okay. Would you be willing to take that? Yeah. But I just, I don't want to watch it again. <sighs> Cabaret. This one's oh. interesting. This is interesting. I kind of forgot about Cabaret. Cabaret, the problem with Cabaret for me is it's a good movie. It's got a lot of interesting stuff going on. It has such an air of this sickly uneasiness throughout the whole movie, which I do think is on purpose. But because it's there, it makes me feel weird, and I kind of don't want to be there. You know what I mean? Like, I'm kind of like, this is dangerous and I need to leave. Mm -hmm. Which I do think is on purpose, but that makes me not want to watch it. I like the gay guy who wasn't gay, but bisexual or pansexual or whatever. Yeah. But for me, I was like, oh, gayness. Yeah. I just don't want to watch it again. Yeah. But I'm glad I watched it. This is their most B tier yet, I'd yeah. say. Okay. It's a good movie. I'm glad we watched it. But we also don't really want to watch it again. Exactly. Which is really what B has become. No. Well, I mean. We might have to revise some of those choices because of that. <sighs> come, come I would put come away. from away low. See, I wouldn't, but... Come from away. So Come From Away. We watched Come From Away because it is a huge musical here. There was, like, this advertising campaign for it for a while in which everyone was like, oh, my God, this was the best. Like, fucking Justin Trudeau came out and he was like, ah. People still love this musical. And I I didn't... I, from what I'd seen of the show, from the previews, I was like, this just looks so bad and I don't get it. And we watched this because I was like, surely... I'm misunderstanding something. And it was exactly what I thought it was. And I just don't think it's that good. I just don't I really get like it. it. I just don't get it. Like, I don't, I don't know why get you don't it. get it. It's really good. I don't get it. Well, I don't know why you don't get The Night's Tale. It's really good, you know? Mm, well, it's it's like the same. Okay. I just don't get it. I don't get it. I like the dog girl. What ranking are you seeking? Like a C. 
Will you agree to a B? I will, because I acknowledge that other people seem to like this. Uh, what I will say about it is if you watch a trailer and you think, I don't think I'd like that. That is, it is exactly what you think it's going to be. So you're probably right. If you yes. watch it and you think, that looks fun, you'd probably like it. Okay. <laughs> you're right. WandaVision! WandaVision. Okay. We Weird. loved Agatha. I... This was the end of... Uh, this is controversial. This is the end of Catherine Hanma. This is controversial. I would... I kind of want to do S tier. I also think I want to do S tier. Which is... That's a lot for me with Marvel. I'm not normally a Marvel girly. Not that I hate it. But normally I'm not like, yes! Woo! Marvel! Mm -hmm. But this one got me there. Yeah. And I, I see stuff from it. And I think of it very fondly. I think that the artistic aspects of this show make up for some of the weaker aspects of this show. Yeah. This show tried something. Yes. Very bold and very hard to do. Yeah. And a lot of it's because our lead, Elizabeth... Olsen. Olsen. I can only say Holmes. <laughs> she does a great job. <laughs> she, she's really She's able strong. to capture every sitcom era so well. This yeah. is like... This is the most artistic Marvel's like allowed some of their project to be which is saying something yeah i also would say black panthers in that realm but this is really like the most intentionally artsy yeah they're trying to do and it really worked it worked there's a few issues with the project mostly yeah. with some of the final episodes action that doesn't have a lot of action in it mm -hmm. and a few characters wrapping up which are issues but broadly speaking this show started marvel so well and there's, in TV, and they kind of ruined that on their own. It just but. has, like, some genuine... It has a lot of genuine emotion in a way that Marvel doesn't always give time to. Mm -hmm. But you really feel Wanda, and you also... I'm thinking specifically when Kat Dennings and... Robot Guy? Vision. Vision are on the outskirts of town, and it's where Wanda's powers are like kind of weaker. And so instead of people acting like full people, they act like background characters, and they're in this like repetitive trance. And it's so it's horrifying. Yes. And it is really effective, and it works. And they did a really good job of like balancing that. And I remember watching this week to week live with an old roommate of ours. Yeah. And the, every week at the end of the episode, I remember yelling at the TV because I was like, you can't end it there, mm. which is hard to get me to do for TV. And I'm so glad WandaVision could. This is a moment in TV that's kind of hard to replicate. Yeah. So I think it is worthy of an S tier. Of a high S tier. Okay, I wouldn't do a high S tier. I'm putting it as a high S tier. But that doesn't matter. Mid S tier. <laughs> Ella Enchanted. You love this sort of movie <laughs> so much. I love this movie. Anytime <laughs> I I'm love this movie so much. Anytime I always go, Janine, you get <laughs> I'm gonna let you I'm gonna have you pick this week without question instead of us like normally we negotiate or we like pick films. Sometimes uh -huh. one of us just says to the other, you just get to pick. Yeah. She always picks something like this. I love it. She loves this sort of thing. I love this movie. I would at least put this in A. I will accept a B, because I know you don't really like it. See, I want to be, but I'm feeling generous. <gasps> yeah! And I will put it as an A, because it is good at what it does. 
and I know what it's trying to do. Yay! So I will put it as an A. Die Hard. Die Hard. This was our Christmas special that came out a little late. Die Hard is okay. Yeah. I feel like Die Hard, if we're looking at this objectively, which we aren't, but if we were, I feel like Die Hard would be an A. Because we're not looking at it objectively, I kind of want to do a B. Yeah, I want to be too. Cool. We just aren't diehard people. <laughs> yeah, like it's good. It's good at what it does, but uh, I am only kind of okay. Oh, like kind of here for what it does, you know? Yes. Angry Goes West. Okay, this is another movie like Last Night in Soho that I think gets overhyped. I want to see. I think that's fair. I, I think Angry Goes West has a lot going for it. I don't think it accomplishes or follows through on most of what it has going for it which makes it a lot worse than it could be yes this movie has cool ideas and then doesn't fully use them yeah but i liked some of the ideas it's not a horrible watch it is frustrating in that way that especially i get frustrated when i feel like a movie is wasting potential yes but it was enjoyable enough so i'm not Sad. It's in C. I, Tanya, I needed to watch this for a school project. Uh, oh yeah, right. I forgot. So I had to watch this for like layers, but I, Tanya, is a good movie. I think it was pretty good. Uh, I, Tanya, is an Oscar movie, but it's also like it's enjoyable to watch. It doesn't feel like a slog to get through. Do I think about it that much? Not really. I'm kind of feeling a B. What are you feeling? Hey, I'm feeling a B. I just know our B tier is getting full. It's okay. Nobody's grading us on this. I. We're grading other people. I know. <laughs> Moonstruck. Moonstruck. I loved Moonstruck. Moonstruck. I wanted to watch Moonstruck because I wanted to know how Cher won an Oscar for acting. Moonstruck's really good. Moonstruck was really good. What are you feeling for Moonstruck? I'm kind of feeling A. I could be convinced for us. You know what? I'm going to argue for an S because okay. I think Moonstruck, for what it does, this is not a big movie. Most of our S tiers are trying to be something big, mm. I think. Okay. And I think Moonstruck wanted to be small and so it felt big. And okay. I really liked it. And also, Cher does such a good job. You don't think. I know we know Cher can act, like objectively. But you don't think of Cher as an actress, even now. You think of her as a personality or as a... Yeah. Like a singer. But the fact that she's so good here... She's having an affair with her fiancé. Like, that's hard to make likable. And yeah. Cher, like, we never doubted for a second. I also do appreciate that it's about... It's a love story about middle-aged people. I think mm -hmm. in a way we haven't seen before. Cher was, like, widowed. And also in a way where she was, like, widowed, where she really loved her husband. And I think that's really interesting. Mm -hmm. um, I like her living in this old house, and we see this very, like, extended family unit living together. So I, I'll agree to an S. I did. I liked the world building. I liked the characters. I liked everything. And I liked how Cher had, like, morals in the whole film. Like, she had, like, these principles. Yeah. But she also was just acknowledging she's, like, and 
not an old woman, but like she's aging into an old woman. Like she'll be old soon and she wants to be with someone when she's old. Mm -hmm. Which is like a very practical way to think of marriage. Yeah. And it's not even wrong in a sense. Like, I think once you reach that point in your life, she's like a little early, but once you reach like your 50s and 60s, the desire just to have someone always there, mm -hmm. I don't think it's a bad idea for some. But I'm a cheerleader, which I always think about when we watch or when we talk about it, because I remember we wanted to watch a gay movie that wasn't necessarily sad mm -hmm. and we couldn't find one and this was the closest we could find which and is still one, about conversion camp this but one, it's funny it's funny but it also is very serious still but it's funny i kind of feel s tier for this one i think s tier this is us, such a queer classic it is and it and it holds up in a way that's really funny you know and it has like rupaul Pretending to be a straight guy, pretending to be a gay guy. It's like a whole... It's so many RuPaul, layers. who's a gay guy, who's a straight... And pretending like, to be a straight guy. Yeah, first. and it's like satirizing straight culture in a way that you never really see. And it has all these like serious undertones, but it's treated really lightly. I think it's us. Yes, I would agree with us. Because they like that moment. Amazing. Coda. Coda was the best picture winner. Yeah. Uh, I don't remember if we watched it before or after. I think before. Mm -hmm. Coda's good. Coda is a coming-of-age story, and mm -hmm. I feel like that is the weakest part of it, to be honest. I think the family dynamics are what got it the win. I think yes. that's the interesting part. Yes. Because there's so much focus on the coming-of-age story that I personally didn't hit as hard for me. Like, I think it's a good movie. I definitely wouldn't put it in S- I kind of feel B. I would accept an A if you were arguing for an A. Hmm. I'm going to look. I think it fits into our A films more than our B films. Like, this is better than Bros. But or what does your shot. heart tell you? For me, it's like the same as Longshot. See, for me, it's like... I put it, like, right here. So I'm going to ask for an A. <sighs> okay. A low A. Okay. Which I know doesn't mean anything to you, but I'm... No, it's fair. It's how I kind of do my ranges. Okay. It's like, if it's still low A, it's still an A. Scream. Scream is us. <laughs> so quick. It is. I liked it, Scream. It just is. I liked Scream. Scream was fun. Scream was like perfect slasher movie. And I will agree yes. to an S. Scream is everything that you think it's going to be and more. Mm. And that's hard. Because yes. I thought it was going to be a lot, because everyone says it is. Luca, I kind of also want to be an S. I do not want an S. Okay, that's fair. Here's the thing. Yes. I had an amazing, wonderful, warm and fuzzy emotional reaction to Luca, which is why I kind of wanted to be an S, but haven't really wanted to watch it since. So I do think it's not fair for it to be an S. Here's my thought process. Okay. I think there's a version of Luca that could exist... That is an S. Mm. But that version doesn't exist because of Disney homophobia. Mm -hmm. Which is Disney didn't want them to be gay. It was very much after the film came out. They're not gay. Yeah. Stop saying they're gay. They're not gay. Yeah. Which to me ruins a lot of... It ruins it in the sense that I want them to be gay. They like are like gay. They are just objectively that's a film about yes. two gay kids. Yes. Like having their childhood romance. Yeah. 
and it's so cute world. and wholesome but because disney's so like they're not gay yeah to me it like kind of kills the mood because every time i'm like oh they're being cute yeah i'm I understand like but that. disney doesn't like that i understand that so it like takes it down a tier for me and then never wanting to watch it again you don't want to watch it again either like, that takes it down another tier so <sighs> i can't do higher than a b okay i'll accept a b i think I, those are valid reasons but it's a shame because luca almost has the potential has the potential for an s and yeah. they've actively chosen not to do that yeah which to me can't even give it an a okay i think that's fair so i like turning red way more than this but that's also because turning red knows what it wants to be and is like this is what i am but this movie does not bridget jones his diary b i like bridget, bridget jones diary i think it's a really fun rom-com of the early 2000s it's very of the era but it's not one of the ones i have particularly strong feelings towards i think it's a fun watch but i'm not like dying for it you know yeah i'll give it a b i liked it but i don't really i liked it but i guess it's like long shot and all that i yeah. can't remember enough about it i'm surprised that I, well, I guess it's not that iconic anymore. It was iconic. It's pretty iconic. I think it was iconic for people who know it, but it's like, I don't think you'd ask a young person today, they'd know what it is. Mm, that's interesting. The Adams Family Values. Mm, the second Adams Family. Okay, so. Like we, we skipped the first one. Like, we, watch like we talk about, and like everyone talks about, these movies are so good in the characters and the design. And you just want to be around the characters, watching them do stuff. The plot, not that good. But the second one has second a pretty one good is plot. better. Like I like the plot a lot more. I do like the plot a lot more. It's kind of like it's hard. The problem is like how comparing. much they fucking fo focus on what's his face, and he's objectively like the least interesting of them all. Uncle Fester. But this one does have Debbie, who is awesome. Who makes up for the uncle? Does make up for Fester it. You're stuff. Right. You're right. You're and Wednesday me. at camp is very interesting. I think, and I'm kind of surprised myself at this. This might be an S tier for us. You've convinced me. Because I'll do it. I'll, if this was the first film, low A, maybe a B. But the second one has all the me. right elements. You've convinced me. Also, go watch Wednesday. It's pretty good for what it is. I have no opinion on this. You haven't seen it, so of course not. <laughs> Funny Girl. The prequel to Funny Lady. Funny Girl is good. It's not great. We hated What's-His-Face, but then we loved him in the next movie, so now Nikki I kind of like him more <laughs> yeah, in yeah. retrospect. We didn't like Nikki that much. But, but I, mm, I don't even... I feel like maybe a B... See, see, we put funny lady in D, and I kind of want to see if you go. Are you feeling C? I'm Here's looking the deal. at C. It doesn't have that good of costumes. The songs are just okay for the most part. The plot's mid. But I have to put it up a B, in my opinion, mm -hmm. because Barbara Streisand. Barbara Streisand is carrying this movie yeah. up that hill. I think that's and fair. And I think it makes it to a B solely for the fact that she is I think carrying that's fair. it. I think that's fair. Like, if you had anyone else in this role, I think it would be a lot lower. A Simple Favor. Okay, A Simple Favor is surprising for me. Mm-hmm. 
because I actually quite like it. I want to watch it. I would love to watch it for another podcast episode, like, all the time, but we can't because we already did it. But I think it's really fun, and it's, like, fun to talk about. See, I just feel so little for this movie. Really? I think about it quite often. I think it's at least a B. I can give it a B. Okay. I can agree to a B. I just... I don't feel much about this movie. Interesting. I wish I felt more. It felt good, but... Like, it felt fun watching it, but, like, I, it did not stick. Okay, fair enough. Now we have The Bitch That Stole Christmas. This was surprisingly good. This is like I'm going you to... come into this and you think it's gonna be like a like a like a drag race acting challenge, and it has more layers than that. I'm gonna argue an A. An I a. will accept an A. It. Oh, good. I don't have to argue. It was funny. Actually, it was genuinely make, funny. A, can I make an attempt to argue for an S? Okay, can I make an you can attempt it. Because this movie. Judging it for what it is, which is a Hallmark Christmas movie. It's not on Hallmark or whatever, but it's it's the same premise. Yeah. It's a Hallmark Christmas movie. And I think of all the Hallmark Christmas movies we watch, this is the one that we've had the most fun watching. This is the only one I've ever gone back to. And I think that this is the best Christmas movie we've seen. And I think that because of that, it is worthy of being our Christmas S film. I don't know, cause I see, but we're not, we have not been judging the other Christmas movies on the basis of Christmas movies. But even on the basis of Christmas movies, I think those are still lower. But they're good for that DVD set, cause we, those DVD sets are being judged on how low we thought they were gonna be. Mm-hmm. We thought all Fs were in there. Mm-hmm. And then they got, we got, we were like, wow, B level and C levels. Those are both in C. I think this is worthy of an S for our thing. I do not think so. Okay. So we'll concede with the A. Okay. Everything, everywhere, all at once. If you say anything less than S. (laughs) It's an obvious S. It's an amazing movie. It's an emotional reaction. And it is a great film. And you should watch it now. It's very fun. And I'm so glad it got the awards love that it deserved. Me too. I really wanted it I too. didn't think it would. I was nervous. Did. 12 Angry Men. This is also one of our more recent ones. 12 Dudes Being Guys. This is good. This is a good movie. This was... I... Did not know that much about this movie going in. I wasn't sure what to expect. It was really good. I liked it. I'm A tier. A's good. I think this is an A movie. It's kind of one of those films that it is important to watch and it's well made. But I also don't like want to watch it again for a while. Just because it's of what it is. Yeah, that's true. But that's fine. Barbie of Swan Lake. <laughs> This was the one you really wanted to watch. <laughs> this is a really funny one. <laughs> I forgot we talked about this. Um, I don't know. It's a Barbie movie. What do you want to put it? Well, we're going to have to go down. You have the judge. If you- 
We're not judging things in their own category, mm-hmm. clearly. Because you won't put <laughs> you won't put the bitch who stole Christmas nests. So under that regards, I think that this is a C tier. Yeah, that's fair. Because this is in certain ways more technically <laughs> comped, but also more terrifying. Mm. But I think it has fun moments. Yeah. And I don't think it was a failure what it was trying to do so because of that i think that's fair school of rock school of rock well i would put this nest i'd put this b b b but okay here's the deal i know you don't know this but the school of rock is iconic and i worry that people will be mad if we do not put it in this I think... Because it has that much of a fan base. See, I don't mind pissing off our fans, <laughs> so that way we can get Twitter drama. But they are on, on my side simple. in this. <laughs> I will accept an A. I do think it is iconic, and I so it deserves an A. I for an A. Okay. I also think Encanto is an A. It's a really it's... good... It's probably the best recent Disney movie I can think of. Yes. This is Disney... Really perfecting the formula that they have right now. Mm-hmm. This is like the pinnacle of that for me. It, it's a, such a good family dynamic. The songs are really good. Uh, this is them using Lin Manuel Miranda correctly. Yeah. Sometimes when they add him, they add. Sometimes if you use your Lin Lin Manuel Miranda wrong, he kind of makes the project weird because he likes to add rap. Mm. Like, his rap verses to everything. Mm-hmm. They're always good, but they're very distinctively styled. Yeah. And sometimes I don't think that helps the film. Mm. Like, Mary Poppins Returns, when he rapped, I'm like, that's cool, but this is, like, just you doing you. Yeah. So, him here, he'd fit with the style. I think he brought it up. And I'm really mm. glad for him. Although he never won an Oscar for this. Mm. Because they were dumb and they didn't nominate the Bruno song. They did song. the wrong song. They nominated the boring butterfly song, which yeah. is pretty, but you don't remember that. No. You remember Bruno. It's the one song you still think about. Where will my night? I would put this in A. I really enjoyed this. Oh. You weren't yeah. thinking A? I was thinking. <laughs> what were you thinking? DC. What? You but said you liked it. I did. I still do. But it didn't stick with me. And part of it means mad because nothing came out of it. Uh-huh. What do you mean and nothing came out of it? Like nothing from Marvel has come out of this. And for Marvel to just take a random stop. That's like a toxic Marvel mindset though. Not everything has to come out of everything. Some things can just be. I'm willing to accept your argument of an A. Okay. I think that the craftsmanship. This is one of is my fun. favorite Marvel things I've ever seen. Wow. I think the craftsmanship of it is very impressive and fun. Mm. So I can appreciate it being what it is. <gasps> Don't look up. Okay, this one, to this day, has drama behind it. And I don't get it. I still. I really enjoyed this movie when I first watched it. I still really enjoy it. I don't. Super I, get it. I think the people who have drama with this movie feel that it's a little um, on the nose. I guess. But also, 
I always felt like it's a little on the nose because the point they're making is supposed to be like it's kind of fitting in with the point of there's a disaster coming we need to fix it yeah and yeah the movie is also so tongue-in-cheek though like it's like it's not a serious movie. Like, it is, but it's not taking itself fully seriously. It's having fun. So, like, I guess I don't see... I, I've i also heard the argument that it's, like, pretentious. And I guess I don't see that from it because I feel like it's purposefully bringing in this element of humor. And it to me, it doesn't feel like it's taking itself too seriously. Yes, I would agree. Uh, what are you thinking? I really enjoy this movie. I would do an A. I'll give it. What? I just never want to watch it again. Oh, I do. I'd watch it again. Okay. I'll give it an A, because I don't feel passionate about giving it a B. Okay. But I also... Oh, I give it a B. You. As I feel about the same way I do, Ella Enchanted, which is you like it, so I can live with it. Okay. And for our final film before we go through and reevaluate... Mm. How the Grinch Stole Christmas Jim Carrey edition. Yeah. It was a good one to end on because... Because you hate this movie? I want to give it a D. A D? A D. Luke, that's the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard in my whole life. Why do you want to give it a D? Because I did not enjoy it and I have no interest in ever watching it. It's such a good movie. I don't like it that much. <sighs> Luke, I don't Luke, like this movie. Luke, 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 Luke. I'm glad you like this movie. I really I like don't... this movie. What were you thinking? <laughs> Be at least. Look, it's such a good movie. What's your deal? When we did the podcast, you complained about one thing. One joke that you thought was too inappropriate. I just don't like it. I just don't like Ow. it. I'm I'm glad you like it. So I will do C. I can't believe you want to give it a D. That's so ridiculous. I cannot do C. What we can do is we can split this one into two. Because the why, the reason why I can't do C can't is because it. we could is because I'm mad at everyone who says that this is a bad movie. And everyone says it. And everyone's wrong. And I'm the, the only defender. I'm not the only defender. But I'm the defender in this situation. No, we're not splitting it. <sighs> why not? Because we only have one thing. We have to agree. <laughs> There's no middle thing that's doing that's doing the mushy potato tomato. We have to choose. But you're gonna be thankful for me because I'm giving it the B. Thank you. I give it the B. I don't think it deserves a B. But think about think about the costuming. Think about the podcast that we got out of it. I'm willing to give it your B. Okay. But I'm going we're going through a review now and you better be nice if I ask to lower and raise some things. I want... I want Top Gun Maverick to go down to A. Okay. I think that that's a good movie, but we don't want to watch it again. Or I don't want to watch it again for a while. No. The reason we had it in there was because of the podcast. But, but I think A is fair. I want... I want what I want to be higher. What do you want to be higher? Night's Tale. Isn't it in C? It's in B. <sighs> Never mind, fine. You can have that well, one. Hold on, we aren't even there yet. <laughs> <laughs> We're in A. I want what I want. I want Alien to go down to B. Alien? No. 
Alien's a classic. It holds up. It's a good movie. Okay. I'll give that. I'll be, I'm not going to fight for that. I will give you A Knight's Tale an A. No, that's okay. You don't want it in A? I do, but I'm going to let you have it in B. I'm fine with moving it to A. I'm no, you're giving, not. I agree. I will agree with you that the film is good enough to be worthy of an A because of how passionate you feel. I'm going to change my mind. Take the A. <laughs> okay, I'll take it. really want turning red in a don't do it for me do it because you can, can be don't. convinced don't we're not <sighs> okay you can put turning red in a because i acknowledge that it is a good movie that people really like they all don't really like it as much they I don't like, <laughs> i like it more than most what i like it fine i feel better about this list now I think I want Hocus Pocus 2 to go up to B tier. No. Hard no. Hard no. Okay. Okay, I'm fine with our list. Are you? Yep. For, here's our final ranking. For S tier, we have Inside, Chicago, Everything, Everywhere, All at Once, Barb and Star, Go to Vista de la Mar, Spider-Man, Into the Spider-Verse. Parasite, Glass Onion, A Knives Out Story, WandaVision, Clue, Moonstruck, Adam's Family Values, Scream, Hocus Pocus, But I'm a Cheerleader, Matilda, and RuPaul's Drag Race, All-Star 7, All Winners. Okay, so for Tier A, we have Canada's Drag Race Season 2, Canada's Drag Race Season 3, The Bitch That Stole Christmas, Top Gun Maverick, Encanto, West Side Story, School of Rock, The Spy Who Dumped Me, Don't Worry Darling, 12 Angry Men, Werewolf by Night, Willow, <laughs> RuPaul's Drag Race Season 15 and Season 14, and then we've got The Banshees of Inisherin, The Emperor's New Groove, Megamind, Palm Springs, Mr. and Mrs. Smith, Kiki's Delivery Service, Josie and the Pussycats, Cruella, Coda, Turning Red, Alien, Don't Look Up, A Knight's Tale, and El Enchanted. The nominations for B tier are... <laughs> <laughs> the nominations are... Gunpowder Milkshake, Defending Your Life, How the Grinch Stole Christmas, Bros, Longshot, Bridget Jones's Diary, A Simple Favor, Moulin Rouge, I, Tanya, Black Panther, Wakanda Forever, Coraline, Cabaret, Shang-Chi, Legend of the Ten Rings, Die Hard, Luca, Jennifer's Body, It's Complicated, Funny Girl, Nine to Five, Come From Away, the Suicide Squad, Fresh, Batman, The Mask of the Phantasm, Paris is Burning, The Jinx and Dela Holiday Special, The Kitchen, and Ryan Hamilton, Happy Face. For our C tier, we have Canada's Drag Race Canada vs. The World, Ingrid Goes West, Sugar and Spice, The Inside Outtakes, How Do You Know, B-Movie, Frozen 1 and Frozen 2, Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness, Spider-Man No Way Home, 
I'm impressed with us for putting that there. <laughs> Barbie of Swan, like, Canada's Drag Race Season 1, The Guardians of the Galaxy Holiday Special, The Sons of Mistletoe, Hocus Pocus 2, and A Christmas Romance. The nominations for D-Tier are Happiest Season, Funny Lady, The Boys in the Band, Uncut Gems, Spencer, The Woman in the Window, and Russian Doll Season 2. I can't believe we didn't do Season 1. Okay, and finally, our F tier. <laughs> Being the Ricardos, Afternoon Delight, Tick Tick Boom, Last Night in Soho, and Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio. Perfect last one. That was me. <laughs> Thank you all so much for joining us for, for the first... For episode. For our 100 episodes. And we are very excited to join, see you in the next hundred episodes when we do this all again or something else. Thank you all so much for listening. We're excited to see you next time at the campfire. Bye.